And now it's time for a special presentation of High School Sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. And now with the call, Chris Spicer. Oh, baby, I welcome you to the sounds of a big ball game in a ballpark here. Tom Ray Field, St. Lawrence University. You and I clicked the heels three times, or should I say the cleats? And we've dug ourselves in here to the boys. Baseball, Class D, Section 10 Championship, Lisbon Golden Knights taking on the Parisville Hopkins and Panthers. We've got a whole lot to get to on our Blevins Brothers pregame show. But where does the spice always start? He starts with you for listening. We only down to a couple teams left in this spring sports season. The OFA boys lacrosse team who are on the road today taking on Shenango Forks in the state playoffs and this Lisbon boys baseball team. So how much further do our North Country Sports Authority's buses wheels go round and round? We'll just have to see. So, yeah, long-winded. Moral to the story, I appreciate you listening because all of a sudden, maybe it could be done after today. You just never know for the season. We've been together 12-plus years. I think this is number 799 going down over those 12-plus years. So when I say thank you for listening, I actually give a you-know-what and really do mean it. And all our sponsors, they've been with me, some of them, from day one They've been with me for so long, and I ask once in a while, you just go into those places, support them, spend a little bit of your money, and we work things in a full circle around the North Country. If you want a loud, raucous boys' baseball championship game, that's exactly what you're going to have here this afternoon as you and I will dip our toes on this gorgeous, sunny Tuesday afternoon it's probably game time temp, 82 degrees on the old Tom Ray Field here at St. Lawrence University. Tom Fayfield, excuse me, your Lisbon Golden Knights. They got the fans packed in this house, and so do the Parisville Hopkinton Panthers, all crowded from about halfway down the third baseline behind home plate and halfway down the first base behind the stands here where they're supposed to be. And like I said, it's going to be loud. This is a big game between two great teams. It is anybody's baseball game on the diamond here this afternoon. Let's give you a real quick preview of the game. To give you a preview, I like to go back with the Lisbon Golden Knights when they didn't have a team in a 2017 and 2018 season, and all of a sudden they came on a map in 2019 in a big fashion, right? They lost to Hewilton during the regular season twice, but then knocked them off in the playoffs, ended up being Section 10 champs and made it all the way to the New York State Final Four. You thought, boy, this is a young Lisbon Golden Knights boys baseball team. They are going to be back to the New York State Final Four maybe next year, the year after, the year after. Well, the year after that trip to the Final Four, the season canceled due to COVID. And then the 2021 season, they had a regular season, but they didn't have state playoffs due to COVID. So like the him and girls basketball team, and soccer teams took it on the chin with COVID. So did the Lisbon boys. Those two teams, more than anybody, probably boys, girls, sports combined in Section 10 as far as their seasons, the teams they had, and maybe what could have happened. Well, then we get into the 2022 season. Lisbon, 10-0. Hewilton in second at 7-3. and But then we get into the playoffs, 
And what does Hubleton do? What Lisbon did to them in 2019, knocks them off to surprise your Lisbon Golden Knights. Hubleton went on to lose to Tupper Lake, but still got by the Knights. So now, finally, we're in the 2023 season. The Lisbon Golden Knights, golden in the West at 12 wins and no losses. They have beat the heck out of every team. They play virtually by 10 runs or more, except for the Harrisville Pirates. Two close games against them during the regular season, 7-5 to five and 10-7. to seven. The Parisville Hopkinson Panthers, they're out of the East now, 13-1, and one, a tremendous regular season. They beat the heck out of everyone except for the Tupper Lake Lumberjacks. They beat them 9-6 and 5 nothing. The North Norfolk Flyers, 5-4, they won, and 5-4, they lost. So maybe just a hair, a couple better teams that Parisville Hopkinton got to play during the regular season, playing in the East than did the Lisbon Golden Knights. But both of them, like I said, phenomenal seasons. Lisbon 12 and 0. The Panthers 13 and 1. And while we get into the playoffs, and it was your Lisbon Golden Knights knocking off Herman DeKalb 11 to nothing. They got into the semifinals as the number two seed to take on Harrisville. 10 to 4 and beat them. Parisville Hopkinson, the number one seed in these boys' Class C baseball playoffs, knocked off St. Regis Falls 13 to 1. They then knocked off Hewelton 8 to nothing. That's how these teams have got here this afternoon. As the number two seed, the Lisbon Golden Knights will be the visiting team, and they will come to bat. We'll get to that in just a second. As always, any playoff game between two good teams, any championship baseball game between two good teams, often it comes down to the fundamentals. To be honest with you, the one thing that concerns me going back to the Harrisville semifinal game last week was Harrisville and Lisbon, five hits apiece. If it wasn't for the pitching and the job that Isaac LaRock did, especially through the first six innings of play, uh, Lisbon could have been in real trouble. So they're going to have to get their bats out maybe a little more here this afternoon. They were given a lot of opportunities, a lot of walk batters, a lot of hit batters, a lot of pass balls. Um, so like I said, you know, fundamentals. Got to put the bat on the ball. And more than anything, you just cannot have errors. I mean, the game of baseball is about errors, but you just can't have them. And one thing about Tom Faye Field here at St. Lawrence University when that ball gets past the catcher and it's got any velocity, you may as well go back to Lisbon to pick it up because the behind where it stops, the wall is literally probably a good 18 to 20 yards back. So if there's guys on bases, pass balls, they're going to be able to manufacture their way around. And you know what? Sometimes it's just simple, right? Sometimes you shouldn't make a throw. And if that's the case, don't make it. Son of a biscuit. Sorry, got somebody calling. I thought we lost signal. I was like, son of a biscuit, man. I don't want to lose you right now during the championship game. Boss from the stations is calling out of Watertown. I wonder what he wants, baby. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll get to a real quick key when we come back next. Starting lineups on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. 
If you're in the market for a camper or boat, now's the time to buy at Blevins RV in Ogdensburg. Why? First off, serious deep discounts right now on campers and boats. Second, they have a tremendous selection, the best it's been in years. And what's nice about it, being early in the season, there's more time for you to enjoy what you've bought. A new camper or boat is more affordable than you think. Serious deep discounts across Blevins' entire inventory. All years, models, and styles. So visit Blevins RV Route 68, half mile outside Ogdensburg, on the web at BlevinsBros.com. A comfortable home is a happy home. That's why thousands of families choose Fujitsu ductless mini-split systems for quiet, energy-efficient heating and cooling for their homes. These sleek units require no ductwork and allow for flexible, room-by-room temperature control. Our 14 locations also stock high-efficiency Fujitsu gas furnaces. Have your contractor get your Fujitsu system at Governor Plumbing Supply, Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump and Supply in Ogdensburg. Community Health Center of the North Country. For over 45 years, our team has specialized in opening up access to care to all members of our communities here in the North Country. We accept most insurances, including Medicaid. Our team's only concern is providing you and your family the quality of care that you deserve. We are a full-service family practice, seeing patients of all ages. Remember, at Community Health Center of the North Country, it's all about you and your family. For more information, take a look at chcnorthcountry.org. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now, back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back to our Blevins Brothers pregame show. Maybe you're just joining me. Christopher Spicer bringing the play-by-play of the boys' Class D baseball Section 10 championship. Your number two-seeded Lisbon Golden Knights 12-0 during the regular season, knocking off Herman DeKalb and Harrisville to get here. Parrishville 13-1 out of the East. They knocked off. Jeez, oh, I almost forgot their first round game, but it was St. Regis Falls and then Hewelton. That's how they've gotten here. This should be a really good baseball game if both teams play their potential. Just before we left with some of our great sponsors, I talked about and I left with, you're probably like, yeah, you don't even remember what you left with, Spice. Let me tell you something. Spice has got the solar panels out today. It's a beautiful 82-degree day here at Tom Faye Field, St. Lawrence University, to get all the vitamin D I can get, to make sure the synapses are firing as good as they can be. And Well, where I left off is sometimes the best throw is not a throw, right? Instead of sometimes rushing a throw that you know you're not going to get the guy, that ends up being a, a ball that goes out of play and an extra base is rewarded, you know, things like that. And then in the outfield, same thing. Sometimes not worth going to third base all the way from right field uh, necessarily because then the guy that hit the ball, he's going from first to second. Sometimes it's just best to keep runners at bay. You know, it's just the fundamental. Get in front of the ball, don't have errors, put the bat on the ball. Those all come into play. Now, they're going to happen. There's no doubt about it. But does it happen to the Knights a little bit? Does it happen to the Parisville Hopkins and Panthers? We shall see. We talked about your Knights being the visiting team as the number two seed. Senior Matthew Blue comes up to bat in the first spot. Sophomore Cooper Rutherford in the second spot. He singled twice against Harrisville. Junior Lucas Gravelin, he went two for four. The single and a double scored three times against Harrisville in the semifinal game. He bats in the third spot. Senior Isaac LaRock, he can put the bat on the ball, but boy, did he have one heck of a pitching game. We'll get to that when he comes back out to the hill in a semifinal against Harrisville. Senior Armando Lazaro bats in the fifth spot. Sophomore Isaiah White in the sixth spot. Senior Matt Kinney in the seventh spot. Freshman Gabe Smith 
in the eighth spot. And Junior Connor Flack in the ninth spot. Them, the Golden Knights here, head coached by Lisbon, Dave Gravelin. We're about to get ready. We're officially out of our Blevins Brothers pregame show on the hill for the Parisville Hopkinson Panthers. Jason Felix, their head coach, he's got senior John Snell backing him up, junior Julian Wenzel. At first base, junior Jordan Snell. Playing second base, Ray Wazin, the junior. Playing third base, Ryan Griffith, junior. Shortstop, Avery Zanger, senior. Junior Nate Pippen out and left. Junior Luke Pippen in center. And well, out in right field, the junior, Trent Briggs. And that's the defensive lineup for the Parisville Hawkinson Panthers. Do the Lisbon Golden Knights play another baseball game this spring 23 high school sports season? Or is this the end of their season? Well, we're about to start to get found out here with the first pitch. Bad on the ball. High in the air, drifting to the dugout. First baseman has a chance, and it goes off the top of the dugout. A break for Blue and the Golden Knights. Snell, the senior, a right-handed hurler. Parrishfield in their white pants with the thin red stripe. They got the red jerseys and the white numbers on the front and back. They got their white caps in the back and the red in the front on the bill. Your Knights, gray pants, thin blue stripe, royal blue jerseys, yellow numbers front and back. Here comes the next fire, and that is a ball. Evens up the count at one ball, one strike. Top of the first brought to you by Community Health Center in North Country, offering affordable care and access to care close to home. Here comes the next pitch, and that's a strike, and you'll hear it. Every pitch going to matter in this championship game here this afternoon. And the Panthers fans, they get fired up. Felt an hand on my leg. I just got her off, man. I haven't had any sugar yet today. And now swinging, missing. Is blue for strike three. The Golden Knights have been in some big games. Sometimes the biggest thing in a big game is keeping your composure. And when you're given opportunities and chances from the other team, you strike here. It's going to be a roller coaster ride. Well, if somebody lets it ride today, they're going to have to let it ride about 340-some feet over the left center field fence, near 401 to dead center, about 322 down the right field line. And now strike one to Rutherford, a sophomore. Now, I mean, obviously, you got the Knights 12-0, Parisville 13-1, they got to the championship game. They obviously have really good pitchers, right? Here comes the next one. Swung out hard. Base hit right up the middle. That was a line drive shot by Rutherford. And the Knights, with one down, got a little something, something going here. With a runner on first. And, well, one of the best hitters in all of Section 10 baseball and leading the Knights this year. Batting 519 on the season. Lucas Gravelin. And well, this is where something's going to happen early and we're going to find out. Will the Knights get the runner right down to second? Not on the first pitch. Gravelin swings down the left field line, drifting out of play. And that's the key. I'm telling you, if you can get your guy to second and if there's ever a pass ball, you could walk to third base generally by the time the catcher is going to be able to pick up that pass ball because all the way back about 18 yards or so is kind of the wall behind home plate here. And now here comes the next pitch, swung that foul back. And all of a sudden, no balls and two strikes. So the Knights don't risk it on the bases early, trying to get a steal and a runner in scoring position. They leave it up to the batter graveling. 
He's a left-handed batter, so with a hit out in the right field, runners could go first to third. But he's got a long way to go. And there's a ball. A two-hopper to second, picked up. On the way to second is Rutherford. They will not throw to get Rutherford out. Instead, they throw to first to get Gravelin out. So a runner in scoring position. So sometimes it's about doing the little jobs. He didn't get on, but he still advanced the runner. Lucas Gravelin, 4-3 put out in the books. Good, clean play. Uh, a routine play, but Vazine for the Panthers, not always easy to make routine plays in championship games, especially one of the first balls hits you, but he did a nice job there. Two down on the Knights. And into the right-handed batter's box, the senior Isaac LaRock. He's going to be on the hill today. No balls in one strike. Now gets ready to fire his second pitch. Here it comes. Swung out, missed. No balls and two strikes. The Knights with an important runner in scoring position on second base in the top half of the first with two down, 0-0 your score. Two strikes on the batter. Here comes the fire. Swung out. Base hit out into right field. And that's off the goal. The right fielder's club gets behind him. Home to score is Rutherford. On the way to third, digging hard. Here's LaRocca. He's going to be safe. That's a big two out. Two strike hit right there by Isaac LaRock. That's the way you get her done. Should have been a single, but it bounced hard off the ground. The right fielder off his glove, and then it bounced and got behind him. And on the way, trucking all the way to third was Isaac. He drove in Rutherford. And the Knights have an early one nothing lead, but it's a long, long game. Here comes the pitch. Swing and missing Lazaro. Armando, the senior, down no balls and two strikes. But I can't underestimate in championship games two strikes, two out hits that score runs. And now swing and missing is Lazaro for the strikeout. Second strikeout for Snell. He had a really good first inning, just gave up a couple base hits that ended up costing him one run off of two hits. There was an error out in right field. They do strand one on the bases. It is now the Parisville Hopkinson Panthers that come up to bat. Avery Zanger, Ray Wazin, John Snell next here on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Hey there. Did you know that the Claxton Hepburn Medical Center offers a low-dose lung cancer CT screening test for only $99? If you smoke now, have for a long time, or quit within the last 15 years, it's something we should do. The scan only takes a few minutes and is not painful. Listen, I'm a smoker. A little nervous to get it done, but I'm doing it. Maybe we don't have any symptoms right now, but if we catch things early, we have a better chance. For more information or schedule a screening today at Claxton Hepburn Medical Center, call 315-713-6778. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide or experiencing a mental health or substance use crisis, 988 provides direct connection to free, confidential, and compassionate support. When you call, text, or chat 988, you'll be quickly connected to trained crisis counselors who will listen to your concerns, provide support, and connect you to additional resources if needed. There is hope. The lifeline works. You are not alone in crisis. For 24-7 confidential support, just call, text, or chat 988. Arm! 
me, mateys. Stop swabbing the decks, I say, and drop the anchor. Uh, what do you see there, Captain? I see the freshest veggies, fruits, and salad fixings I ever did see on this side of the St. Lawrence River. It looks like they call it busters. Include soup and rolls, 20 feet long. Nightly dinner specials, best salad bar in the North Country, homemade desserts, delicious drinks. Make it a busters night. Dine in, take out, or delivery. Busters right next to the McDonald's in Ogdensburg. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. All righty, here we go. Back in time from our sponsors, you and I, Boys Class D Baseball Section 10 Championship Night, Harrisville. We're in the bottom of the first. Lisbon with a huge two-out, two-strike hit to drive Rutherford off of second base. Isaac LaRock got and that's where we stand on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard, one to nothing. Knights come out onto the diamond for the first time defensively in the bottom of the first here. And on the hill is Isaac LaRock. Here comes the pitch, and up to bat is Avery Zanger. Two balls and one strike is your count. In the catcher's position for your Lisbon Golden Knights, Lucas Gravelin. At first base, Matt Kinney. Next fire pops up. Foul. Might be playable. First baseman Govern, and it drifts out of play just down the right field line. Second baseman Matthew Blue at third base this afternoon for your Lisbon Golden Knights. Armando Lazaro playing short. Cooper Rutherford out left field. Connor Flax, center field Isaiah White. Gabe Smith out in right field. Two balls, two strikes. Here comes the right-handed curveball, stays up high. Three balls and two strikes is your count. Avery Zanger, Ray Wazine, John Snell lead off. One, two, three for the Panthers. Jordan Snell in the cleanup spot. Ryan Griffith in the fifth. Julian Wenzel in the sixth. Big pitch. Here she comes. And that swung on foul down the first base side. Julian Wenzel bats in the sixth spot. Nate Fippen in the seventh. Luke Fippen in the eighth. Trent Briggs in the ninth spot. That's a batting lineup for the Panthers. The one thing I will say about Lisbon, we talked about what a great pitching performance that Isaac had. Only gave up two earned runs. At one point, it struck out 11 of the 13 outs until got into the sixth inning. Ended up having 13 strikeouts. But Harrisville had opportunities. They just didn't cash in on those opportunities. Here comes the pitch. That swung on foul. And a great at-bat by the senior Avery Zenger. As now he's fouled off a couple in a row. So what do we got? Three balls, two strikes. This has at least been a seven to nine pitch. First at bat here. Here comes the next one. Swung at. Sharp to short. Rutherford got it. The throw to first in time. That's how you play defense. And that's the way you got to play defense. Great job by Rutherford. 6-3 put out. A great at bat by Zanger. A great pitching sequence by LaRock and great defense by the Knights. One down, and now Wazine will step into the right-handed batter's box. Lisbon one, Parisville Hopkinton zero. Bottom half the first. Strike one here to Wazine. Whoever wins this game moves on into the New York State playoffs in Section 7 or Section 7. Swing and missing is Wazine, and he's down in the count early. No balls and two strikes. Isaac, your right-handed hurl, he doesn't take too much time. He fires pretty quickly. Here comes the next pitch, and that just outside, one ball and two strikes is your count. 
teeter-totter moment early in the bottom of the first. Can Parisville Hopkins get something going, or can Lisbon get two outs early on him? Now low and outside. Evens up the count at two ball and two strikes. Lisbon accompanies the third base side dugout this afternoon. Parisville Hawkinson accompanies the first base side dugout. Here comes the next fire up in the strike zone, but chasing is Wazim for the first strikeout for the Rocks. Who had so far early on our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union play of the game with a big two-strike, two-out base hit out into right field that drove in Rutherford off a second. And now you got a big strikeout on Wazim. Two batters up for the Panthers, two batters down. And now Snell will come up. John Snell looks at a curveball, decides to swing, and fouls it down the first base side out of play. No balls in one strike. If you're the Panthers, no hurt, no worries. You got to score one to win anyways. Here comes the next pitch, and that's a strike. Looking at it with Snell, but right down the middle of the shoot. Come to rock with it. And now two ball, or excuse me, no balls and two strikes to count here. Snell in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle, Jordan. And now here comes the next fire and that outside and low. The one good thing, no runners on. You don't have to worry about pass balls. As mentioned, the backstop here is a good 15 to 20 yards back. Here comes the next fire right down a plate called strike three. Don Snell, third in the lineup, caught looking at it. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. That's the kind of inning you want defensively if you're the Knights. Three up, three down go the Panthers. Now the Knights come up to bat. They send six, seven, and eight in the lineup. White, Kenny Smith next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. If you work in construction or you're a truck driver or you work in a prison and you've been injured, Don't try to handle your case by yourself. Call the ones, the Carlisle Law Firm. We know how to help people who work in dangerous occupations. We'll meet with you at no cost, explain your rights to you, and fight for you to protect your rights. If you hire the Carlisle Law Firm, our consultations are always free, and we never charge a fee unless we recover for you. Call the ones, the Carlisle Law Firm. Hi, it's Richard from St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. Have you thought about signing up for e-statements? Electronic statements give you the convenience and flexibility to easily manage all your account statements electronically. You can view, print, or download and save your statements right to your computer as a PDF. E-statements are available sooner than paper statements. Reduces paper consumption. Email notification lets you know when your e-statement is available. You can sign up for e-statements right in your online banking. St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. Federally insured by the NCUA. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. Just in case you're joining me, a gorgeous day for championship baseball, the boys' class D championship. The number one seeded out of the East, Parisville Hopkinson Panthers, taking on your number two seeded out of the West, Lisbon Golden Knights. Golden Knights finished 12 and 0 during the regular season in the West, and the champs of the reg season. And well, Parisville Hopkinson finished 13 and 1 in the East, and they were the champs of the East. They went through the playoffs, and now they're here. Here comes the first pitch, swung on foul down the third base side. It is one to nothing. 
Rutherford was on second with two down and a big two out. Two strike hit by Isaac LaRock out in right field. Drove Rutherford home. And Lisbon in the top of the second now have a one nothing lead as sophomore Isaiah White up to bat. Don Snell beginning his second inning of work. This ball's hit. Short stop. Miss fields it. He was running over to his left, and it bounced off his glove. He keeps it to the side of him a little bit. But safe on first is White. And we talked about errors. Small fundamental plays. So far, Parrishville's made two errors. One that really didn't cost him. Just gave Isaac, when he got on base all the way to third, Lisbon couldn't drive him in. And now this one to get the leadoff runner on. Isaiah White on first. And now he runs towards second. Foul ball by Kinney. Back to the backstop. So trucking, as the Grateful Dead would say, back to first base is White. Kinney with no balls and one strike. And Gabe Smith and the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle here for the night. About 81 degrees or so, I would say. Field temperature, absolutely gorgeous. Some would complain that it's too hot today. We have been waiting through winter and a tough spring. It's been chilly a lot. I say get the vitamin D, the du soleil into the soul, baby. And now getting ready is Snell. Here comes the pitch. Swinging and missing is the batter. On the way to second, safely sliding in is White. And I'm sure head coach Dave Gravelin, he knows this game of baseball. He noticed that the Knights can now have success stealing on the bases from time to time. And now Kenny with two strikes, a runner on second for the Knights, and nobody down. Now pitches inside, one ball and two strikes is your count. Now momentum can change very quickly in the game of baseball and in any sport. But right now the Knights have the momentum here. Parrishville, they just got to settle down and get some outs here. Here comes the next fire. That popped up high behind home plate and out of play. And the count will remain one ball and two strikes on the senior, Matt Kinney. I love the fans and their support. But sometimes I question certain things. (laughs) I'll get to that shortly. Tom Faye Field. I won't even mention what school. But you'll know if you're paying attention now outside. But when a run was scored, one of the team's fans that the run was scored for was just looking at the Parisville Hopkinson Panthers fans and yelling at them. Like, support your team and your kids out on the diamond. I think when you kind of have that behavior... It could come back to bite you in a hiney, hiney, hiney. you got to be careful of that. Here comes the next pitch. Swung on and missed by Kinney. That is a huge out for the Panthers. Third strikeout for Snell, the senior. Out of the four outs, he's gotten three of them via the strikeout. The runner on second with Smith now stepping into the right-handed batter's box. We talked about how far the backstop is, 15 to 20 yards back. Pass balls, maybe bunch, you never know. And now the runner on the way to third, safely sliding in is White. Gabe Smith 
fake the bunt, whether it might bunt or not, and then pulled it back because it was low. No throw even a third. I might suicide squeeze bunt on this situation. They're going to try. He pulls it back, and that's a strike. One ball and one strike. Like I said, Lisbon has been known for fundamentals and how to play the game the right way over the years. I'm confident they can put the bat down on the ball. Other teams, I wouldn't say try to suicide squeeze right now. Here comes the pitch, and that up in the strike zone. Smith did not put out the bunt attempt that time. So we'll see what the young man decides to do in the end and what he's getting from head coach Gravelin. With one down and a big duck in a pond on third base here. Now your right-handed hurdler looking down the runner. Throws to the plate. Gets past the catcher. And that's an automatic run. We talked about how far the backstop was. Isaiah White making the most of the error. Feeling two bases and then coming home on a pass ball. He just has a knack in that sixth spot in the lineup, whether he gets walked, reaches via an error, or gets a hit here and there. And then comes in the score lot. And now Gabe Smith draws ball four. And there's a long way to go. But the spokes and the wheels here and the playoff bus and the Panthers are a little cracked early. Two to nothing. The throw back to first, it was close, but Smith back there in time. First base coach, letting them know, make sure you take no chances on them bases here today. And now Flack, last batter in the lineup, comes up and looks at strike one. On deck is blue. It's only the top of the second, but a huge early 2 nothing lead just to give the jitters to the Panthers a little bit. Here comes the next pitch, foul back to the mesh. One ball and one strike. The count here to Flack. Who is going to be our Buster's player of the game? I'm telling you, maybe we give it to Mother Nature for this beautiful day here. At Tom Faye Field, St. Lawrence University. Here comes the next pitch and that outside. Good job by the catcher, Wenzel, to get out of the crouch and over to his right quickly to prevent Smith from getting the second. Early turbulence for the Panthers, but they can shut it down and get the next couple outs. Here comes the pitch, and that's called strike three on Flack. He thought it was inside, kind of pulled the bat back, but it caught the inside corner. Four strikeout for Snell. That a big second out. And again, sometimes in games, it's okay to give up runs here and there as long as you limit the damage, right? And the Panthers realistically, even though they've given up a run in the first now and one in the second, could limit the damage once again. And it just be two to nothing. Here comes the pitch. Swung on foul. Behind home plate. Out of play. Blue is 0 for 1. He struck out in the first inning. Rutherford, who singled, got himself on second, eventually singled in by Rock, is in the on-deck circle. Here comes the fire from Snell. Swung at miss. Runner on the way to second. And now the ball goes out into center field. And all of a sudden, Gabe Smith is going to be on third base. And the Knights with another opportunity. And we talked about this in our Blevins Brothers pregame show. 
Sometimes the best throw is no throw. They didn't have a chance to get Smith out, but the throw was thrown anyways. And then the second baseman misjudged it off his glove and out into center field. And all of a sudden, a pass ball, but instead, swinging and missing, and down goes Blue. Didn't matter a pass ball. Another run doesn't score. But the Knights do score one run off of no hits. There was one error. They left a big duck on the pond at third base. Again, great that the Knights have an early 2-0 lead, especially behind the right-handed arm of Isaac LaRock. But also, the Panthers have done a good job limiting the damage. Two times now, the Knights, although they've had two outs, have had runner on third base and haven't been able to cash in that extra duck off the pond to take more of a lead. But it is two to nothing. Now the Panthers, according to the lineup, send some meat and potatoes. Four, five, and six coming up. Jordan Snell, Ryan Griffith, Julian Wenzel next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. If you're in the market for a camper or boat, now's the time to buy at Blevins RV in Ogdensburg. Why? First off, serious deep discounts right now on campers and boats. Second, they have a tremendous selection, the best it's been in years. And what's nice about it, being early in the season, there's more time for you to enjoy what you've bought. A new camper or boat is more affordable than you think. Serious deep discounts across Blevins' entire inventory. All years, models, and styles. So visit Blevins RV, Route 68, half mile outside Ogdensburg on the web at blevinsbros.com. What's your name? Cameron. And what's your favorite thing to do here at the Boys and Girls Club? I like to play basketball. How old is Emberland? 12. What is like your favorite thing to do here at the Boys and Girls Club? Um, Hang out with my friends and compete in like the tournaments and stuff. What does the Boys and Girls Club mean to you? A pretty confident place and a lot of like nice people here. JJ, what's your dream someday? Uh, to be a basketball player. And what does the Boys and Girls Club mean to you? Fun. Chase, what do you like about coming here? I like to go play in the gym because I get to like run around and let out a lot of energy after school. I'm Madison. So what does Madison want to do when she grows up? I want to be a teacher. Do you think the Augensburg Boys and Girls Club can help you become a teacher? Oh yeah, definitely. And how is that? Here I learn to connect with kids, be nice, and like help guide kids. This is what the Ogdensburg Boys and Girls Club is all about. The kids and impacting their lives in a positive manner. Please continue to support the Ogdensburg Boys and Girls Club to give the kids the opportunity for that success. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back to the Boys Class D Baseball Championship. Just in case you're joining me, Christopher Spicer bringing you the play-by-play. I appreciate you listening. Our sponsors that make it happen, please go in and support them. Well, we are in the bottom of the second. Parrishville comes up to bat. Now have been bat- or retired four batters in a row as their leadoff batter, Snell, retired. First baseman coming off the bag to field it. Coming down the line a little bit. Bobbled it, but still got it underhand to his second baseman. So a good play in the end by Kinney to get it to Blue. And one down on the Panthers and a strike here on Snell, the junior. Griffith in the Carlisle off for Mondek circle. Lisbon struck with one in the first, one in the second. Here comes the pitch. And that is a strike two. Lisbon did it with a big two-strike, two-out hit with a runner on second in the top of the first. And then got an error. Make the best, made the best of both worlds with a stolen base pass ball. And a run score. Here comes the pitch. Swung on foul back to the cage. And right now, the Panthers having a little bit of trouble 
with Isaac Larock, the right-handed hurler. And now a ball to Griffith. Again, even though Parrishville down early in the first two innings, two to nothing, they've limited the damage both times, first and second. Lisbon was still two outs, had a runner on third, could have got another run and didn't, now up high. We talked about Lisbon have given other teams opportunities. They gave opportunities to Pirates. They just did not cash in. They were minimal opportunities, but nonetheless opportunities. And now, that is now ball three. A little low. Three balls. Two strikes is your count here. One down, and Griffith in the right-handed batter's box digs in. Here comes the hurl, kicking the leg up high, and I'll follow that down the first base side out of play. Remember the first batter for the Panthers, Avery Zanger, had a like eight to nine pitch at bat sequence before he was finally retired by Rutherford. A good play at short. Here comes a fire from the rock that swung out and missed. Down goes Griffith. Third strikeout for the rock. Who had a gem in the semifinals. Striking out 13 batters. Only walked four. Only gave up two earned runs. Is starting a gem here this afternoon. Left-handed batter now comes up. Gets brushed off the plate a little bit. Does Wenzel. One ball and no strike. Nate Pippen on deck. Luke Pippen in the hole. Bomb the second. Brought to you by Seaway Valley Prevention Council's reality check. Join the movement. Next pitch. Wenzel thought it was outside, but got the strike called against him. Evens up to count one and one. The Rock kicks the left leg up. Here comes the fire. Swung at foul down the third base side. Like I said, Isaac likes to work quick. If I'm the Panthers, I'm taking a couple timeouts in the box just to try to break up the rhythm that LaRock likes to get into here. Now LaRock looks down at the catch, agrees with Gravelin, gets ready to fire. Here it comes at inside. And now two balls and two strikes. The count here to the batter, Wenzel. LaRock doesn't want to lose him and go to the full count pitch here. Again, he fires quickly. Here comes the pitch. Curveball. Swing and missing. Strike three. Down goes Wenzel. Four strikeout with two outs. And now three outs in a book. Six batters in a row retired. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. Isaac has struck out four of the six outs thus far. Now the Golden Knights come up to bat. Two, three, and four in the lineup. If you're the Panthers, this is a hump you've got to get over. You're already down 2 nothing, a long way to go, but Isaac's pitching really well. This is really the meat and potatoes of this Lisbon Golden Knights lineup with Rutherford, Gravelin, and LaRock due up next here on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know it'll make it sound even better. Oh, yeah. It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. 
You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back inside the North Country Sports Authority. Remember, you can always view the up-to-minute schedule, listen to the games we have broadcasted, listen to the game we are broadcasting, go to cbogginsburg.com via your tablet, your phone, your computer. Great turnout for this Boys Class D Baseball Championship. Number one seeded Parishville Hopkins Panthers as we enter the top of the third. Trail your number two seeded Lisbon Golden Knights. Two to nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And I literally tried to do the math real quick. I'm thinking there's at, at least 500 people here combined Parishville Hopkins and Lisbon Golden Knights fans. Maybe even could count to 600. That's the support these two teams are getting here this afternoon. Here comes the fire, and that's strike one to the leadoff batter, Rutherford, who singled, got himself on second, and then with two outs, was driven in by Isaac LaRock. But where I think Lisbon, Parishville, and Section 10 have missed out today is not having a concession stand. Now ball hit, line drive, Rutherford, base hit out into left field. He's just looping, singles out there every which way but loose. But again, not having a concession stand, selling some hot dogs, selling some drinks, some chips, uh, money opportunity for both schools in Section 10, and the crowd would have loved it too. And now all of a sudden, I'm telling you, I know there's a long way to go, but the way Isaac is pitching, the Panthers are in troubled waters right now, down two to nothing, with a heart of the lineup of the Knights players who can hit the ball here. Wheels on the bases, batters up to bat and in the on-deck circles coming up here. Graveling, left-handed batters, box 0 for 1. Here comes the pitch. Fake the bunt, pulls it back safely into second, sliding with no throw. It's Rutherford. And just like that, the Knights have a runner in scoring position on second base. And really just kind of tic-tac-toeing their way through these first couple innings offensively and defensively. Here comes the next pitch from Snell, that outside. Two balls and no strikes is your count. Lisbon has been here more as of late, and in these big game situations, then have the Parisville Hopkins and Panthers. They've got to try to keep the nerves out and the fundamentals in. Panthers, get ready. Here comes the next fire. That is low. And now all of a sudden, three balls and no strikes. The count to Lucas Gravelin. As we mentioned, batting 591 coming into this game. Cooper, who just is two for two now and is on the way to third. Strike call, throw to third, not in time. Knights are know now that they can steal the bases at will here for the most part in this contest. We just spoke about Rutherford, who's two for two. He batting 392. He's going to be batting over 400 going into his next at-bat. 
And now here comes the next pitch to Gravelin. Swung at, foul down the third base side over the dugout. So a great job by Snell, the senior, the pitcher for the Panthers, getting back in this sequence here. And now two strikes on Gravelin. Nobody down, 2 nothing Lisbon, top of the third, runner on third. Snell gets ready. Here comes the fire, swung at, hard out to center field, over the center fielder's head. In the score off the third is Rutherford, three to nothing, touching second, and coming to third, safely sliding in is Grevelin. The big RBI triple. And like I said, they're in troubled waters down two to nothing, and with these batters coming up. And now the gentleman that got a two-strike, two-out hit, Isaac LaRock, back in the top of the first to put the Knights up one to nothing. Now comes up to bat in the right-handed batter's box. Three to nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Strike one here to LaRock. Nobody down. This is, I know there's a long way to go, but this is an inning that could put away the Panthers here. And now LaRock. Gets ready in the right-handed batter's box. Now gets ready to throw the right-handed hurdler. Here comes the pitch, and that's inside. One ball and one strike is your count with nobody down. Three to nothing. Runner on third in Gravelin. Isaac LaRock already got an RBI. Here comes the next pitch. Swung at. Hard out to right field. Right fielder going back to his left and has it. Falling down to his left. An excellent catch out there. But in the score, off a third is Gravelin. A 4 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. But a tremendous catch out there by Trent Briggs to retire Isaac LaRock, F9 in the back. He had to hustle back and over to the left and was able to keep his footing at the last second. He started to go down and still made the catch as he fell down to the grass. So a sack fly for LaRock, another RBI. And it's Lazaro with nobody on. And strikes two on him as he follows this down to first base side. If the Panthers can get out of this, giving up no more runs, they are still in this game with five at-bats at least left. But are almost getting to the point where they're not. Here comes the pitch. If they give up another run or two in this inning, I feel that they're not going to come back. And it's not that I root against the Panthers, or I would say the same thing if I were the Knights, and the same types of things were going on offensively and defensively. Now ball hit. couple hopper down a first base side foul. And Lazaro continues to battle. He's 0 for 1, struck out in the first. Maybe you're here listening. Maybe you're just around the corner. Maybe you're back in Lisbon. Maybe you're in Paris or Hopton. Maybe you're in Australia right now. It's morning time, right? I appreciate all of you listening, even when you're listening down under. Ball, one hopper, hit back to the pitcher. Pitcher will run off the hill and step on first himself to get Lazaro. He didn't want to throw it. Didn't want to have something happen. And now two outs down here on the night. And White, who, like I said, in the sixth spot in the lineup, 
the games that I've done this year, he hasn't got a ton of hits, but he's gotten walked a lot. He's reached several times via an error, and then he gets a hit, you know, here and there, ends up scoring a bunch, and here comes the pitch. That ball hit out of the center field. Center fielder back and has it, dropped it, dropped it. He's safe. He had it in the glove and dropped it. Like I said, I don't know how or what. Sometimes players just have a knack for getting on. I kind of want to see Isaiah's on-base percentage here and look at the stats, thankfully provided me today by head coach Jay Bramlin and Erica Backus of the Knights. Well, let's see here. Where are we? Isaiah, on-base percentage, 600. I'm telling you, as a way to get on base. And now safely to second is White in scoring position here. Again, we talked about the fundamentals early and how you have to have them and what team is going to hiccup. So far, it's the Panthers through the first two and a half innings. Now ball hit hard. Left fielder back. Should have it. Does. The inning's over. Good hit by Kenny. The Knights are doing much better in this game than they did against Harrisville. They didn't really get their bats out against Harrisville. We said they had to get their bats on the ball. They certainly have in this one. Down goes Kenny, F7 in the books. Now, not before the Knights score two runs off of two hits and a big sack fly. There were an error in that inning. There was one left on bases. It's four to nothing. The Knights, one in the first, one in the second, two in the top of the third. The Panthers still hanging in there by the hair of their chinny chin chin. Send up seven, eight, nine, Nate Fippen, Luke Fippen, Trent Briggs next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. It's a pterodactyl. No, it's a plane. No, it's the triple bundle. Trash, grass, and snow. Trash removal. They provide the cans, put new liners in them weekly, grab them, and bring them right back to where you had them. Never worry about forgetting to put it out. Grass services. Mow and trim weekly. Seed when needed. Snow removal. Shovel, plow, salt. Properly licensed. Fully insured. Also manage rental properties. Call today, 244-5708. And online at Trash, Grass, snow.com after you've been injured your mailbox will be full of paperwork asking you to make decisions and make choices that will impact you for the rest of your life you shouldn't have to face that alone the team at the carlisle law firm is here and ready to help you make the right choices for you and your family when you've got questions and you need help give us a call it won't cost you a thing to talk with us and we're not going to get paid unless you get paid. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. All right, you and I back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. Tom Fayfield, St. Lawrence University. Tell you the boys class C baseball championship. Christopher Spicer bringing the play by play our 979th broadcast over the 12 plus years. Catch you up to speed just in case you're joining us. Lisbon, four to nothing in the bottom of the third. One ball and one strike here. The first batter up, Nate Pippen here for the Parisville Hopkins and Panthers. They've been retired six up, six down. Now curveball didn't break, stayed up and inside. Two balls, one strike to count. Luke Fippen and our Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. Trent Briggs in a hole here. 
Here comes the pitch, and that swung on miss. Two balls, two strikes. The Knights with a big two-strike, two-out single in the first to get one run in. Then took advantage of an error and a walk and a pass ball to get two runs in after the top of the second. Now here comes the next pitch. That is popped up in the infield. That is called by Rutherford, the shortstop. He's behind the pitcher's mound and has it. Pippen is retired. F6 in the books. Now seven batters in a row retired here by the Panthers. And then the Golden Knights with two big hits, a triple by Gravel, well, a single by Rutherford to start, a triple by Gravel, and a sack fly by the Rock to punch in two runs, make it 4 nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. We talked, I thought this could be a really good game today. Both teams are obviously phenomenal, have great pitchers. You know, Lisbon 12-0 and out of the West, win the regular season. Parishville Hawkins in 13-1 and out of the East. Pretty much have mowed through their playoff teams here. And now here comes the pitch, and that up high. Do we have time before the pitch as the ball came from somewhere, whether it was a dugout or the fans, close to the field. And it's hard because the scoreboard is not – it might be working, but the sun is so bright that you can't see it. So I'm not sure if that pitch counted or not against the batter Fippen. LaRock gets ready, your right-handed hurdler, curveball stays outside. But the team that got a little nervous, hiccup first maybe, and that was the Panthers. We've seen it happen over and over again. It's hard to just keep everything together in these games. Lisbon has had a knack of doing it, and sometimes that's one of the biggest keys of the game. I think this is two strikes now on Fippen, maybe two and two counts. Larag gets ready. Here comes the next pitch. That swung on, popped up, fouled down a first base side, but a little blooper. Nobody could get to it for the Knights. So staying alive is Fippen with Trent Briggs on deck. Our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union play of the game so far is still that two-strike, two-out hit with Rutherford on second that Isaac LaRock had out in right field. Here comes the next pitch, and that's strike three. A little mustard and ketchup on that one. Had some heat, baby. There should be some dogs out here with some ketchup and mustard. School's not taking advantage. The fifth strikeout for LaRock. Now... Eight batters up. Eight batters have gone down, and now Briggs up, the right-handed batter, and he looks at ball one. One ball and no strikes. It looked good from here. You and I just behind home plate, behind the backstop, but over to the left a little bit. And now LaRock gets ready. Here comes the pitch. That swung on a miss by Briggs. One ball and one strike is your count. LaRock has had a great start here this afternoon. Here comes the pitch, swung on. And that is a base hit to break up the no-hitter here for the Panthers. Right up the middle, on the ground. Kind of a slow roller, but still hot enough where Rutherford from shortstop couldn't get over and not able to get a glove on it was LaRock. So the first base hit, the first runner for the Panthers comes in the bottom of the third with two down. And now the top of the lineup in Avery Sanger, who's 0 for 1, grounded out sharply to short, back in the first. 
And now can the Panthers start to try to mount some type of comeback here? There's a base hit out in the center field on the ground. And staying at second is Briggs. But now all of a sudden the Panthers have a runner in scoring position. The Panthers might have finally broke the seal a little bit here. With two down, get a little two-out rally going. And now with the meat and potatoes of their lineup, Wazine comes up to bat. On deck is John Snell, and in the hole is Jordan Snell. Well, we talked about the Panthers still being in this game. Just giving up the two runs and not giving up any more and just being down four to nothing. And now, with a big hit or two, they could really, really be back in this game. Two down. And now the showdown happens. LaRock gets ready to fire to Vazine. In the dirt, good scoop by Gravelin. I can't underestimate, again, the catchers and the jobs they have to do with the backstop being so far behind home plate. Any pass ball virtually is a free trip to the next base. And now up high in the strike zone. At times, LaRock doesn't find the strike zone. Most of the time he does, and, but sometimes he doesn't. Here comes the pitch, and that's low. And all of a sudden, three balls and no strikes is the count. A ball away or the Panthers from having the bases loaded. And one of their big batters coming up here. And now LaRock gets ready. Here comes the fire, and that is ball four. Oh, boy. Here come the Panthers. And now John Snell, their senior, who's 0 for 1, trying to help out his own cause. And this is a huge opportunity. All created from a big two-out hit by the ninth guy in their lineup, Trent Briggs. Then another single by Zanger. And then a walk by Voisin. This will require a little trip out to the mound by head coach Dave Gravelin. I'm sure he's just telling his infielders, look, if the ball's hit to you, if your motion's going to first, go to first base and get the out. You know, Cooper Fair, if you're charging the ball from short and, you're, and your momentum's bringing you home, then throw the ball to home. They can get an out at any base here. But all of a sudden, a 4 nothing game with a base hit could be 4-2, to 4-1. to one. A big hit could be 4-3 to three or even tied up. Rock gets ready. Here comes the fire. That's strike one. We talked about Snell. 0 for 1, struck out in the first. No balls, one strike. Base is loaded here for the Panthers. They're Willie Wonka golden ticket to get back in it here in the bottom of the third. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Fouled down the first base side. And now no balls and two strikes. I said the Panthers were still in this contest. They still are in it, but they hurt themselves even more if they're not able to get any of these ducks off the pond. And now getting ready. Here comes the big fire. Curveball swung at. Popped up in the air. Center fielder on a long run in. And got it. The inning's over. Good play there by Isaiah White out in center field. Making the grabs you got to make in clutch time. A routine play. It's not always to make the routine plays, though, in a championship game. Snell is retired F9 in the books. The Panthers 
with a wonderful opportunity to get a run on the board, maybe even cut the depths in half, or even more than that. We're in the end not able to get any runs off a two hit. There was no errors. They did strand three on the bases. Nothing against the Panthers. Nothing against the Knights. I'm truthful the way the game goes. That is ouch if you're Parisville Hopkinson right there. We're at the end of three. Four to nothing Lisbon. They'll send up eight, nine, and then the top of the lineup. Gabe Smith, Connor Flagg, Matthew Blue next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Community Health Center of the North Country. For over 45 years, our team has specialized in opening up access to care to all members of our communities here in the North Country. We accept most insurances, including Medicaid. Our team's only concern is providing you and your family the quality of care that you deserve. We are a full-service family practice, seeing patients of all ages. Remember, at Community Health Center of the North Country, it's all about you and your family. For more information, take a look at chcnorthcountry.org. A comfortable home is a happy home. That's why thousands of families choose Fujitsu ductless mini-split systems for quiet, energy-efficient heating and cooling for their homes. These sleek units require no ductwork and allow for flexible room-by-room temperature control. Our 14 locations also stock high-efficiency Fujitsu gas furnaces. Have your contractor get your Fujitsu system at Governor Plumbing Supply, Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump and Supply in Ogdensburg. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. All righty, here we go. We're at the halfway point, baby. The top of the fourth in this boys' baseball Class D championship game. You and I find ourselves here, Tom Fayfield, St. Lawrence University. Lisbon Golden Knights have a 4-0 lead on the Parisville Hopkinton Panthers. And now Smith up to bat for Lisbon, fouls it down the third base line. No balls and one strike. He leads off this inning for the Knights. He's 0-for-0, walked in the second inning before being stranded on third. The Knights scored one run in the first, one in the second, two in the fourth. Here comes the pitch. Popped up high. First base side, drifting in foul territory. First baseman over just to the left a little bit and has it. Jordan Snell with the grab to retire Smith, F3 in the books. The Panthers, even though trailing down 4 nothing, and the way Isaac pitching, still kept themselves in the game, kind of minimizing the damage. But they just had a golden opportunity. It all stemmed from two outs, got the bases loaded, then we're now able to get a run. Now a two-hopper, second baseman over to his right, has it, throw to first in time. And Connor Flack retired 4-3. Now we talked about the you know momentum meter in the game of baseball. And obviously the momentum is in the favor of the ninth. But Pearsville's starting to steal some of that momentum back. They got the bases loaded even though they didn't score. And I got the first two outs here in this top of the fourth. Blue comes up to bat. High strike, or excuse me, ball one. He's over two struck out in the first and second inning. Cannot underestimate with how far the backstop is the job that Isaac and Gravelin did when there was runners on first and second and then the bases loaded, not giving up any pass balls and no free trips on the bases or free runs. Now swinging and missing is blue. One ball and one strike. Rutherford, who's two for two, is in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. Working hard for hardworking people. Working hard the nights today. 
Here comes the pitch, and that is a strike, too. I'm blue. He doesn't like it. But he has to take it. And now a big pitch from Snell. Here it comes. It's low in the dirt. It's past the catcher, but no matter, nobody's on. Couple balls, couple strikes here to blue. Who's going to be our Buster's player of the game? Isaac Rock could be one of the players. Lucas Gravelin putting himself in position. Cooper Rutherford. Some of the big names and the big stars for tonight's coming through. Isaiah White with a big catch, and he's been on a couple times. And now swing and missing is blue. And that's a fifth strikeout for Snell. That's the cleanest inning for the Parisville Hopkins Panthers. And like I said, even though they're down 4 nothing, they're slowly starting to steal some momentum back here from the night. Panthers, what I think is a very important bottom of the fourth offensively coming up for them. I'm a firm believer, and they've got to take advantage of this momentum that they're getting back and score at least one run in this inning. It's Four, five, and six in the lineup. Jordan Snell, Ryan Griffith, Julian Wentzel next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Hey there. Did you know that the Claxton Hepburn Medical Center offers a low-dose lung cancer CT screening test for only $99? If you smoke now, have for a long time, or quit within the last 15 years, it's something we should do. The scan only takes a few minutes and is not painful. Listen, I'm a smoker. A little nervous to get it done, but I'm doing it. Maybe we don't have any symptoms right now, but if we catch things early, we have a better chance. For more information or schedule a screening today at Claxton Hepburn Medical Center, call 315-713-6778. Army mateys, stop swabbing the decks, I say, and drop the anchor. Uh, what do you see there, Captain? I see the freshest veggies, fruits, and salad fixings I ever did see on this side of the St. Lawrence River. It looks like they call it busters. Include soup and rolls, 20 feet long. Nightly dinner specials, best salad bar in the North Country, homemade desserts, delicious drinks. Make it a busters night. Dine in, take out, or delivery. Busters right next to the McDonald's in Ogdensburg. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. Oh, baby, you trucking. But I don't think we got all our tips cast in right now. I think the Golden Knights, they are still keeping the air going in the North Country Sports Authority's buses, wheels. And how them OFA boys do it? I have no clue right now. They're in the state playoffs for boys lacrosse. Taking on Shenango Forks. I think in the Class B playoffs, they got a real shot at Shenango Forks, to be quite honest with you. And they might continue their spring sports season. That's the two teams we're down to, the Lisbon Boys baseball team and your Old Bay Boys Blue Devil lacrosse team. It is the bottom of the fourth. Panthers come up to bat, trailing four to nothing here against Knight. Foul ball. By the leadoff batter of this inning, Jordan Snell. On deck is Ryan Griffith, Julian Wenzel in the hole. An absolute gorgeous day here at St. Lawrence University, Tom Faye Field. Here comes the pitch, and that swung on and missed. Strike two now on Snell. Isaac has now worked through three innings, beginning his fourth. Has not given up any runs, only given up two hits. Has not walked a batter, struck out five. Here comes the pitch, swung on, missed. That'll be strike three. On Snell, and the sixth strikeout for Isaac LaRock. 
Although the Panthers had a golden opportunity the last inning with the bases loaded two out, not able to manufacture a run, they still showed they could hit the ball here against LaRock. And now Griffith, who's 0 for 1, struck out on the segment, comes up in the right-handed batter's box. LaRock gets ready to throw. Here comes the pitch. That's strike one. Again, I said this early in the game. Isaac pitches fast, but the Panthers not taking time out once in a while, not trying to screw up his rhythm at all here. That's something I would seriously do if I were the Panthers here and there. And now strike two. Right now, the batters pretty much are on the pace of Isaac LaRock instead of the batters setting the pace. Here comes the pitch, and that swung out foul down a first base side, staying alive. Good job there is Griffith. On deck is Wenzel, flipping in the hole. One down. Panthers got a little something-something going with two down the last inning, but couldn't manufacture the run, as mentioned. And the Knights with a huge two-strike, two-out hit in the top of the first to get the first run up on the board, and then another run in the second, two in the third. Now ball hit hard. That's a shot. Out into left field. Left fielder on the run and has it. Over to the left. Connor Flack. Down goes Griffith. And truly... In my opinion, Lisbon has played a perfect game offensively and defensively so far. And that's probably the biggest reason they're up four to nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. They've only given up the two hits. They haven't even walked a batter. They have not had an error. They have not had a pass ball. Here comes the pitch. That swung on. Missed by Wenzel. No balls in one strike. So, really, through three and two-thirds innings, uh, they're playing some damn good ball. you got to call it like it is here. Now Isaac gets ready, kicks that left-handed leg up in just a second. He kicks it up a lot higher than a lot of pitchers do. And now time taken by the Parisville Hawkins and Panthers as it seems LaRock and Gravelin not on the same page there, trying to figure out what pitch was eventually going to come out of that right hand. And now here it comes, and that is outside. Bounces off the glove, but no batter. Nobody on here for the Panthers. The winner of this game will either play in Section Two at SUNY, or excuse me, Section Seven at SUNY Plattsburgh, or Section Two, depending on which section wins the game. Now, ball hit back to the fans behind home plate. Not a play. The game will be Saturday, June third, this Saturday. Not sure the time, nor whether it be in Section 2 or Section 7 territory. They'll be going at it to determine where Lisbon Golden Knights will play or the Parisville Hopkins and Panthers, the winner of this game. It would be the New York State Class D Regional Final one game away from the New York State Final Four. Section 10 has a bye this year, now low in the dirt. A couple balls on Wenzel. And now Lisbon gets ready. Here comes the pitch. That swung on. Couple hopper down the third baseline. Foul. So a couple strikes on Wenzel as well. Doing a good job defending himself at the plate here. Bottom of the fourth. Two down. Four to nothing. Lisbon has the lead. Parisville up to bat. LaRock gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. First baseman over to his right. Snags it. 
and will touch first. Good play there by Matt Kinney. And Wenzel and the Parisville, Parisville, Hopkinton Panthers retired three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. So for three out of the first four innings, Lisbon has gotten Parisville Hopkinson out, three up, three down. And now with a 4 nothing lead, rut row shaggy time and a teeter-totter moment if you're the Panthers as once again here comes 2-3-4 and four, where three of the four runs have been scored by the Knights. Rutherford, Gravelin, LaRock next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Where's a great place to have a wedding and reception? Right at the Inn at Grandview, Lou will personally coordinate this special day. Many options for both the ceremony and reception. The garden area, on the banks of the St. Lawrence, or in Marco's Sunset Dining Room. The Grandview offers a 15% discount on Friday weddings. Tremendous food for the guests. The highly awarded inn right next door for the guests. Cozy private four-room cottage for the bride and her bridesmaids to get ready. The destination place for weddings. The Inn at Grandview, Route 37 in Ogdensburg. Where is a great place to unwind during the week? The Inn at Grandview. Tuesday through Thursday from 4 to 6, discounted drink specials featuring house wine, beer, and barwell liquor. Enjoy their early bird food specials from 4 to 6, Tuesday through Thursday. All meals only $14. Can't make it during the week? Well, come on out and enjoy Friday night's haddock dinner. And if you're ever in need of a place to stay in Ogdensburg or know somebody that does, the Inn at Grandview has been highly awarded over the years for their standards inside the room and around the property, where the only thing they overlook is the St. Lawrence River. Hi, it's Richard from St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. Have you thought about signing up for e-statements? Electronic statements give you the convenience and flexibility to easily manage all your account statements electronically. You can view, print, or download and save your statements right to your computer as a PDF. E-statements are available sooner than paper statements. Reduces paper consumption. Email notification lets you know when your e-statement is available. You can sign up for e-statements right in your online banking. St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. Federally insured by the NCUA. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. It is the top of the fifth inning. We're just getting underway. And a young man stepping in the right-handed batter's box with a lot of confidence is Rutherford. Two for two, two singles, has scored two times today. And he looks at ball one low. One ball and no strikes. Lucas Gravelin in our Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. Isaac LaRock in the hole. It has been runs for the Knights when we've mentioned these names. And now for his third hit of the game. Cooper Rutherford has driven another single out there. This time to center field. Hard on the ground. And now 4 nothing. Runner on. Nobody down. And Lucas Gravelin who tripled his last time up and scored Rutherford. Steps into the left-handed batter's box. LaRock on deck, Lazaro in the hole. Snell beginning his fifth inning here of work for the Panthers. He'll step off the hill, fake the throw back to first, but does not throw. Rutherford sliding back into the bag, obviously safe with no throw. Dusting off the old dirt. Lisbon in a real good place. To be traveling to either Section 2 or 7 for a Class D New York State Regional Final. But that is not dotted the I's yet or the T's crossed. Ferrisville still has something to say about it. Only trailing 4 to nothing here. Here comes the pitch. 
Runner on the way to second. Throw down to second. Not in time. Safely sliding in is Rutherford. Strike to Gravelin. Excuse me. One ball. That was a ball, not a strike. So one ball, no strikes to count here to Gravelin. Now it gets ready. Again, right-handed hurdler. Here comes the pitch. And that's two balls, no strike. Parisville accompanies the first base side dugout in their white pants, thin red stripe up the pants, red jerseys, white numbers front and back, white on the back of their caps, the red front and bill. Knights, gray pants, thin blue stripe up some of those pants, royal blue jerseys, yellow numbers front and back with the blue caps. Here comes the pitch, and that is ball three. So three balls and no strikes. And Parisville, if they want to get back in this game, they can maybe give up one more run, but I say they give up more than one. And it's over. Here comes the pitch, and that a strike. That a big pitch right there by Snell and the Panthers to try to get back in it. Three balls and one strike is your count. If anybody's listening and has and knows an update, potentially the Old Faye boys lacrosse game fired our way. Now strike two to Gravelin. Gravelin thought he was on the way to first with the walk. And like I said, Parrishville pitching pace is on the pace of the Lisbon batters, but Lisbon's pitching pace is on their pitcher. Big difference in this game. Here comes the pitch. Swung on hard. Fielded well by the pitcher. Throw to first to get Gravelin out. He knocked that down. It almost went between his legs. So 1-3 put out in the books. Great play there by Snell in the hill. Does drive Rutherford over third, though, and more in scoring position. That gets a big alto for Parrishville Hopkinton. And now LaRock comes up to bat. Here comes the first pitch, and that's inside. One ball and no strikes is your count. Lazaro on deck and White in the hole here for the Knights and head coach Dave Gravelin. Lucas Smith, the assistant coach here for the Knights. Now ball swung at. Couple hopper. Fielded well by third baseman. Checks back to third. Throw to first in time. No. Not in time. Runner comes in to score as well. I don't know if maybe the first baseman came off the bag a little bit. I think that was the single from the umpire. But maybe it just wasn't in time. Nonetheless, an error. Another one by the Panthers. Five to nothing. They've gave up their one as far as I'm concerned that they can give up. They can't give it up anymore. And now lead, not a big one taken off first by the Rock. Here comes the pitch. Lazaro pops it up. Second baseman over to his right. Called off by the first baseman. First baseman has it. Good catch there by Jordan Snell. Lazaro retired F3 in the books. Five to nothing, your score here on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Lisbon with two down and a runner on first. And like I said, White just has a like an on-base percentage of 600 this season. Has a way to get on. He's reached twice via errors. Like the last game against Harrisville in the semifinals, he got walked three times and then singled his last time up. And now a hard hit, base hit. Third baseman was playing in. 
It dribbles and hits off of him out into left field. And now all the way to second is White paying attention on the bases. Over to third is Isaac LaRock. Great hit by White. And like I said, I, I, even though they've given up two hits, there's been no walks. There's been no pass balls with runners on base. Uh, the way they're running the bases, this has been a fundamentally executed, tremendous, 100% solid game thus far by the Knights. It is textbook on how you should play the game of baseball here. And now Matt Kinney will come up to bat with two down, runners on second and third, five to nothing, your score. And now a pass ball, pass ball, in off the score for third is Isaac. Second time runner's been on third and a pass ball has given the Knights a run. And six to nothing now on the scoreboard. One ball to Kinney. Gabe Smith on deck, Connor Flack in the hole. I think now we're getting above to the point where it's just too much here for the Panthers. Six nothing. Now two balls and no strike. Runner on third and White, he got over a third as well. I'm telling you, he, like I said, he's an unsung hero in the sixth spot in the lineup. He just keeps getting on. And now low in the dirt. Ball three. Good stop there by the catcher. Wenzel. Another pass balls, another run here for the night. It's already six nothing. You don't want it seven nothing if you're the Panthers. Here comes the pitch, and that is up in the strike zone. Ball four. So runners on first and third, I would imagine pretty quickly runners on second and third as they'll try to get Kenny over to second. And now Smith comes up to bat. He's 0 for 1. He walked in the second. Popped up in foul territory down the first baseline in the fourth. Looks at strike one. Runner immediately on the way to second. Kinney with no throw. So runners on second and third. No balls. One strike here to Smith. Lisbon really could break this game open with a big two-out hit here. Here comes the pitch, and that swung on miss. No ball and two strikes here. John Snell, the senior, continues to work hard on the hill, trying to limit the damage each inning, keeping his team in it. Looking to get a big out here for the Panthers. Here comes the fire. That swung on miss. That's strike three on Smith. Six strikeout for Snell. Two runs, though, for the Knights. Off of one, two hits. There was one error in that inning. Knights do strand two in scoring position. We are through four and a half innings of play. We head to the bottom of the fifth with the Knights now up six to nothing. The Panthers all of a sudden down to nine outs in this contest. They send seven, eight, nine in the lineup. Nate Pippen, Luke Pippen, Trent Briggs next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio. How are you? 1400 AM. Well, just like that, we're almost done the spring high school sports season. Man, oh man, has there been some great performances by so many of our student athletes this spring, and in doing so, becoming the Blevins Brothers, Pepsi Augensburg Baller Student Athlete of the Week. Special shout out to Blevins Brothers, Pepsi, and Cam's Pizzeria for being such great supporters of all these kids on the baseball and softball diamonds, the lacrosse fields, on the track, and on the links as well, baby. Down to just a couple teams that are still competing, looking to win a championship. 
championship or secure a win in the state playoffs. Still some golfers out there looking to make an impression in the state tournament. Of course, we wish them all good luck. And who this week steps it up big time to keep their spring sports season going still? Find out right here and for their efforts of receiving an awesome water bottle from Pepsi, two slices of pizza from Cannes Petria, and be our next Blevins Brothers Pepsi Augsburg Ballers Student Athlete of the Week. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back to the bottom of the fifth, brought to you by Community Health Center in the North Country, offering affordable health care and access close to home with office locations in Augensburg, Governor, Canton, Malone, and Watertown now. You and I, maybe you're just joining me, Christopher Spicer bringing the play-by-play of the Boys Baseball Class D Section 10 championship number two seed in lisbon 12 and 0 in the west mode through the playoffs pretty good against herman DeKalb, and then harrisville harrisville hawkins 13 and 1 out of the east and mode through the playoffs against st regis falls and hevelton but it is six nothing on the holland pump supply scoreboard one run in the first off a big two strike two out hit by isaac LaRock after cooper rutherford got on cooper rutherford three for three big triple by gravelin drove in rutherford in the third inning to make it 2 nothing. Now base hit out into right field. The bottom of the lineup is getting the hit. For the most part, for the Panthers, their third hit of this contest. And the Panthers, with their leadoff runner aboard for the first time in this game, comes in the bottom of the fifth. And then, excuse me, an error and a pass ball led to the second run for Lisbon. Third and fourth runs were that another single by Cooper and then the triple and then a sack fly by Isaac in the third to make it 4 nothing. Two more runs added off a couple base hits. Rutherford let off the inning with another base hit, as mentioned, three for three. Then the Rock got an error base hit by White. Next thing you know, Lisbon scored a couple more runs. Ball, one hopper, hit back to the Rock. Throws the second to get the fourth out. Throw to first. Not in time to get the double play. Almost close, but no cigars. But they did get the leadoff runner, Pippen, Nate, out. Pippen is aboard first, Luke, with the fielder's choice. And that will bring up Trent Briggs in the ninth spot, one for one, singled in the third and was stranded at third. Got something going with two outs the last time, the young man. Looking to get something going out here with one down this time. Throw back to first, safely back to the bag in time is Luke Pippen. The Knights are a couple innings away from reaching the New York State Class D Regional Final, which would be one away win from the New York State Final Four. Now a base hit by Briggs. He's making it look easy up there for the Panthers. And now runners on first and second. Again, 6 nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. The Panthers, with two outs, got the bases loaded in the bottom of the third, but couldn't manufacture any runs when they were down four to nothing. They had a big key in this game. They could have cut the depths in half. Instead, they couldn't, and eventually Lisbon got two more just in that top half of the fifth. It's a long, hot day out on the diamond. Is Isaac wearing down a little bit? He's throwing so good. We'll see here. Foul ball over to first base side dugout by the Panthers as Avery Zanger up. He's one for two. Grounded out to short sharply in the first. 
Singled and then stranded at second in the third. Here comes the pitch that popped up in the infield. Larock off the hill over to his left, calls it, and has it. F1 in the books, down goes Zanger. Two outs here for the Golden Knights, who, like I said, in my opinion, have played a perfect game so far at Tom Fay Field, St. Lawrence University for this championship game. Who's going to be the Busters player of the game? It could be a plethora of players for Lisbon right now. Here comes the pitch, up high and inside, ball one to Voisin. He's 0 for 1, struck out in the first and walked in the third. Runners take the lead off of first and second with two outs. Here comes the pitch, low in the dirt, blocked by Gravelin. Again, Lisbon has not given up a pass ball and almost got the runner at second, trotting back to second, Gravelin through to second base. You got to be ready for these nights. They know how to play ball. And they played ball right from the start here today and made it awfully tough on the Panthers to get anything going. Here comes the pitch and that low. John Snell on deck. Jordan Snell in the hole here for the Panthers if they keep chugging with two. Here comes the pitch. That low in the dirt gets past. First pass ball in the night. And that's ball four. So in the sense it doesn't matter, but still hustling back was Gravelin to the backstop. And now for the second time, the bases are loaded for the Panthers. And the same batter, the pitcher, John Snell, the senior, up to bat, flew out to right field in his last at-bat with two outs and the bases loaded. Now ball gets past the catcher. And finally, the night's breaking down a little bit. One run score. Six to one now. As Luke Fippen comes off of third, Trent Briggs makes his way over to second. Wazin over, excuse me, Trent off of second to third. Wazin over to second. And now with two down, the Panthers have finally struck for a run. And finally, the Knights, with the last two pass balls, have become a little imperfect now in this baseball contest. And all of a sudden, remember, we're in the bottom of the third. It's four to nothing. Two outs, bases loaded. A base hit could cut the deficit in half, four to two. Now we're at the same point. Lisbon will automatically bat John Snell and load the bases with two down. I don't like that move right there by the night. John was 0 for 2. Jordan is still 0 for 2, but he's still their cleanup batter and now to the right-handed batter's box. And now a walk scores a run. I do not like that call by the Knights there in any way, shape, or form. Here comes the next pitch. Swung at miss. One ball, one strike to count to Jordan. A big base hit makes this a 6-3 baseball game right now. Maybe even closer than that, just like they had in the third. Here comes the pitch. Gets past the catcher. Run scores. Pass ball. Six to two. Briggs comes off a third to score. 
Wazine over to third. Snell over to second. Well, according to the Knights theory, even though this batter in progress, you would throw extra balls and walk him below the bases. Here comes the pitch. Swung and missed. Two strikes on Snell. Six to two is your game. All of a sudden, Parisville Hopkins is back in it and can make it 6-4 with a big base hit. Remember, the Knights had a big two-strike hit with two outs. Here comes the pitch. Swung on foul. Staying alive is Jordan Snell at the at-bat. This is... There's still game, but tell me this is not the game right now. This at-bat right here for both teams. And now getting ready. Here comes the pitch. Up in the strike zone. Good eye there. Wow. That was tough to lay off. It was definitely up a little bit, but a lot of players chased that ball. Snell didn't on that one, the experienced batter. Here comes the next pitch. That swung on foul down the first base side. And staying alive, as the Bee Gees would say, is Jordan here at this at-bat. You will hear this place erupt with a base hit or a walk for the Panthers fans. LaRock gets ready. Everything was in control. All of a sudden, now it's a little bumpy. Here comes the pitch in the dirt. Good block by Gravelin, but it's still ball four. Still... No trip out to the hill by Graveling until right now. I think we might have a pitching change. We shall see here. In the bullpen for the Knights is Graveling, Rutherford, Lazaro. I have not seen an outfielder come in. Do we have Rutherford out of short? Ball is taken out of the pitcher's hands. Isaac and Rutherford now in. So Isaac has worked four and two-thirds innings worth of work. He's given up so far two runs off of two hits, or four hits today, but these runs on the bases would be credited to him if they come in. Wow. I mean, whoo. We are talking a base hit six to four, maybe. A big hit, six five. You're talking about a grand slam could make it six hits. A couple hits, another walk. I mean, this game is right back to being anybody's contest here. Rutherford, who's three for three today, is coming in at such an instrumental time in this game. It's a lot of pressure. Can't walk a guy or run scores. You can't throw a pass ball or run scores. He's going to get his warm-up pitches. This game was really cooking along at probably the fastest speed that we've even had during a baseball game and broadcast this season. But all of a sudden, Parisville hopped in with a couple runs, taking advantage of the opportunities the Knights are giving them here, have gotten themselves right back in this game and could make it a game here with a hit or two. Rutherford is ready. The batter, Griffith is ready. He's 0 for 2. Griffith struck out in the second, flew to center in the fourth. No doubt the junior's biggest bat of his career. 
Here comes the pitch, and that inside. One ball and no strike. Rutherford doesn't throw as much from the top as Isaac does. A little sidearm. Now he hits the batter. One fourth. Wow. Six to three. Base is loaded. I'm telling you, the Parisville Hopkinson Panthers has rose from the coffin. The nails were on the side of the coffin, but they weren't pounded in. And all of a sudden, the Panthers have opened up those coffin doors. And it's six to three. And a left-handed batter coming up. Here comes the pitch. Swung on foul sharply down the third base side out of play. Julian Wenzel is up to bat. Nate Pippen, who started this inning in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. Here comes the right-handed pitch. Pass ball. Runner will come in to score off a third. Runners advance on the bases. Oh, boy. No offense, but only two hits in this inning. Lisbon giving away runs here. They were playing a perfect game until the bottom of the fifth strike. And now six to four. Here comes the next pitch high. Runners on second and third. <laughs> One hit away. Or a couple more pass balls. This game's tied. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Second base. Down. Two runs will score. Tie game. Wow. 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 A routine grounder to second. Got underneath the glove and out into right field. And the Parisville Hawkins and Panthers, good for them, baby. They're taking advantage with a couple hits, a lot of walks, pass balls, and errors. And it's a whole new game. It's a whole new day here at Tom Fay Field, St. Lawrence University. And now strike here to Nate Pippen, who led off this inning with a base hit. Before he was forced out at second. Now swings and misses. Holy Jiminy Cricket in the wild frontier. Good for the Panthers. Good for the night. We got a game. Ball foul down the first base side out of play over the dugout. I said they had just a little bit of life at six to nothing. That they couldn't give up any more runs. Each time it was like it was four to nothing and they still had life. And then it was like, okay, they're down six nothing, but they only gave up two runs again. They still have life. But they didn't have much of it several times in this game. And now all of a sudden, they're the helium balloon exclaiming mom coming out of the Dollar Tree right now. They're full of air. And now here comes the pitch, foul back. Staying alive is Nate Pippen here. Runner still on first. One ball and two strikes is your count to the batter here. Six to six is your score. Oh, if you're the Knights, you're not happy, but this is the way it goes. Strike three called. Nate Pippen thought it was low, but it's a strikeout. And the inning is over. 
but not before Parisville Hopkins and scores a womp, mama, loop, a long, bam, boom, and six runs off of just two hits. But they took advantage, and that's what you got to do as a baseball team. They're not giving up. There was one error in that inning. They strand one on the bases, and now we go to the top of the sixth, a whole new game, and the Knights, can they forget about it? Like I said, championship games, roller coaster rides, ups and downs. Got to try to forget about it. Black, ninth in the lineup, then the top of the lineup, Blue Rutherford next year on the North Country Sports Authority. ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. What's your name? Cameron. And what's your favorite thing to do here at the Boys and Girls Club? I like to play basketball. How old is Emberlin? 12. What is, like, your favorite thing to do here at the Boys and Girls Club? Um, hang out with my friends and compete in, like, the tournaments and stuff. What does the Boys and Girls Club mean to you? A pretty confident place and a lot of, like, nice people here. JJ, what's your dream someday? Uh, to be a basketball player. And what does the Boys and Girls Club mean to you? Fun. Chase, what do you like about coming here? I like to go play in the gym because I get to like run around and let out a lot of energy after school. I'm Madison. So what does Madison want to do when she grows up? I want to be a teacher. Do you think the Augensburg Boys and Girls Club can help you become a teacher? Oh yeah, definitely. And how is that? Here I learned to connect with kids, be nice, and like help guide kids. This is what the Augensburg Boys and Girls Club is all about. The kids and impacting their lives in a positive manner. Please continue to support the Augensburg Boys and Girls Club to give the kids the opportunity for that success. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back. Like I said, hey. He may be giving up six runs off of six hits today. But John Snell, like I said, the last inning, still working hard, trying to keep his team in it, trying to limit the damage each and every inning. And while now he's got new life on the hill in a 6-6 baseball game. If you're just joining me, a great time to be coming in. I appreciate you listening to the North Country Sports Authority. Please visit our sponsors once in a while. Spend a little bit of your ka-ching, ka-ching and support them. You hear me talk about him. You hear the commercials all the time. But it was 6 to nothing, Lisbon. One run in the first, one in the second, two in the third, two in the fifth. But Parisville Hopkinson, six runs off of only two hits. A lot of walks, a lot of pass balls, some errors. And the Knights have given Harris the Panthers this game right back. 6-6, six, six, top of the six now. Here comes the pitch. Swung out and missed. Five flag, two strikes on him. No balls and two strikes. It's a whole new game, and now the advantage is to the Panthers as long as they get outs on the defensive diamond defensively. Now ball hit, two hopper, first baseman has it, will touch first. Jordan Snell making a play on first for the Panthers. And now one out here on the Golden Knights. Every out, momentum goes more to the Panthers because they – We'll have two at-bats compared to Lisbon's just one. Here comes the pitch, high and inside. Matthew Blue comes up, then Cooper Rutherford. And if you're Parishville Hopkins, you've got to be paying attention here because with these guys coming up, most of the runs have been scored in this part of the lineup. Now a two-hopper out into center field, base hit by Kenny. That is a huge one-out hit. 
especially with the kid that's coming up, Rutherford, who's three for three today. He's just made it look easy, hitting the ball all over out there. And now Gravelin in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. He Gravelin batting over 600, well, near 600 coming in this game, like 591 weights on deck with a triple already today and an RBI. And now Rutherford, I want to see what he was batting coming to the game as he's three for three. I think he was around 500. Uh, five, or, and now pass, throw to first, rolls up against the fence. And a free trip to second base here for the Knights with one down. Let's see here. Where are you, kid? Where are you, Mr. Rutherford? There you are. Batting 392, so he's up over 400. Oh, you don't want, if you're Parrishville, give a run back right to the Knights here after tying at 6-6. Six to six. It's okay, though, if you do. But, again, you want to limit the damage. But you've got the meat and potatoes of the lineup here for the Knights. Here comes the pitch, and that up in the strike zone. One ball, no strikes to count here to Rutherford. Blue on second in a 6-6 game now, all of a sudden out of nowhere. Here come the Panthers, screaming back. Nell gets ready. Here comes the pitch, and that's right. Rutherford sized it up, looked at it, agreed with the call. You never know, maybe the winning run on second base here for the night. As we're in the top of the sixth in a 6-6 game. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Second baseman has it. Great play and a hard one hopper. Throw to first in time. Runner does get over to third. So where Parisville was making mistakes early with some errors and pass balls, they've corrected that. And now they're making the plays they need to, should, here in this big game. But with that being said, they advance the runner to third with two outs. Pass ball, run scores. It's almost automatic here at St. Lawrence. And now one of the best hitters in all of boys Section 10 baseball, Lucas Gravelin, will come up. As mentioned, batting 591 on the season coming into this game. He's one for three with a triple back in the third. And here comes the pitch. Popped up. Infield. Pitcher calling for it. And should have it. Dropped it. Oh, Nelly Furtado. Oh, you hate to see that. You absolutely hate to see that. It should have been the third out for the Panthers. They get out of the inning, still tied 6-6. And you just hate to see it. As you know, high school, my broadcast, I don't talk about the kids, their last names when they make an error. I'll tell you that the pitcher made an error. I'll tell you in later innings how big that error was, but I won't say the kids' last names and beat them up. And now diving play made by the third baseman. Throw to first in time, and the inning's over. But not before the Lisbon Golden Knights get a gift from the Panthers, a huge, and I mean a huge error, but a diving play by the third baseman, Ryan Griffith, gives a little confidence in some of that momentum that Parrisville had stolen all from the Lisbon Golden Knights. Isaac Rock, 5-3, put out in the books due to that great play. One run scores off of one hit. I hate to see that error right now. I honestly don't even want, I want to rewind the old VCR tape, the CD, whatever you want, whatever you got, the beta for Christ's sake, and not even had that happen. Cause I, and I really hope 
Uh, that that doesn't. I hope that's not the winning run here in this contest. Even though I broadcast for the night, he will tend Motown and your OFA Blue Devils. It is now seven to six. The Parishville Hopkinson Panthers come up to bat. They've done damage in the bottom half of their lineup, especially the guy that's on deck, Briggs. But first it's Luke Pippen, then Briggs, then Zanger next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. A comfortable home is a happy home. That's why thousands of families choose Fujitsu ductless mini-split systems for quiet, energy-efficient heating and cooling for their homes. These sleek units require no ductwork and allow for flexible room-by-room temperature control. Our 14 locations also stock high-efficiency Fujitsu gas furnaces. Have your contractor get your Fujitsu system at Governor Plumbing Supply, Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump and Supply in Ogdensburg. Community Health Center of the North Country. For over 45 years, our team has specialized in opening up access to care to all members of our communities here in the North Country. We accept most insurances, including Medicaid. Our team's only concern is providing you and your family the quality of care that you deserve. We are a full-service family practice, seeing patients of all ages. Remember, at Community Health Center of the North Country, it's all about you and your family. For more information, take a look at chcnorthcountry.org. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now, back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back in the Panthers. Luke Pippen, an air draw by the shortstop, drawing the first baseman off the bag in the Parisville Hampton Panthers, trailing one run here in the bottom of the six of this boys' Class D baseball championship. Tom Field, St. Lawrence University, are right back in it again. And a guy that bats ninth in the lineup, two for two, comes up. He's the hottest guy right now at the at-bats. For Parisville Hopkins, looks at ball one low in the dirt. A big error by the Panthers in that last inning. Gave the Knights back the lead. Seven to six. And now foul back. Evens up the count at one and one. And, well, Rutherford had to come in to pitch for Isaac. Isaac playing short now for the Golden Knights and just threw that off a little to the side, drew the first baseman off the bag. Runner still at first. Here comes the pitch. Foul. Dribbled down the first base side near the on-deck circle. So much to now be said. What's going to be our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union play of the game? That's still up for grabs. Who's our Busters player of the game going to be? That's still up for grabs. Who's making it into the state playoffs in the Section 10 champs? That's still up for grabs. It's all up for grabs. Now up high ball. I feel like it's the old school days when you go to a carnival or something. It's the old grab a bag. Grab a bag and pick the feed. Rutherford steps off the hill, fakes the throw back to first. 7-6 is your score. It was 6 to nothing. Parisville scored six runs in the bottom of the fifth, make it 6-6. Lisbon got one in the top of the sixth. Here comes the pitch high. Gets past the catcher. On the way to second is Fippen. I kind of feel that 
Paris Hill gave the game away a little bit early on, but at the same time, Lisbon really well-deserved, hit the ball, played perfect defensively on the diamond. Later innings, Lisbon giving this game away. Now a pop-up into center field. Center fielder on the run in. Shortstop back, and shortstop calls it and has it. Or second baseman. I'm not quite sure who yet. Yeah, second baseman. Nice play there by Matthew Blue, who was over covering the bag a little bit because of the runner on second. And that's a big out here to get Trent Briggs for the first time. F4 in the books. Runner on second. Top of the lineup now for Parisville. Ball hit. Base hit. Out of center field. Touching third. Being waved around to score. Is the tying run safe? No throw. Home. 7-7 seven to seven's your score. A big RBI single by Zenger. And I'm really glad that that last error by Parisville in the last inning did not cost them this game. Now, at the same time, yes, I believe Blue Devil Blue, Lisbon Golden Knight Blue, the Rockets Green, and Hewelton Purple, since we came from calling college to the high school level and just relaxing a little bit, making sure I could see all my kids' events. You know, we root for these teams, but no ill will to the Panthers. I'm super glad they came back from a 6 nothing lead uh, deficit. That's really tough to do. And they've given themselves a hell of an opportunity to win this game today and really send Lisbon off in disbelief here. And now a strike to Wazim, who's 0 for 1, struck out in the first, walked in the third, walked in the fifth. Here comes the pitch. Runner going, swing and missing. Throw to second. Not in time. Off the second baseman's club. On the way to third's the runner. Here comes the throw. Not in time. And safely on third is Danger all of a sudden. Lisbon really, I mean, they were playing true fundamental ball. And now things just getting away from them. And one thing I'd like to see on replay is that there was a camera at third base. I know the throw wasn't in time, but the tag still came in, and it looked like the foot by maybe a hair was off the back. I'm not saying he wasn't. Great call. The arms right there down the third base side. But now all of a sudden, a runner on third. Wazin up to hit. And now get past the catcher. Into Parisville. Scores! Holy cow! Nine to eight, Parisville. Did you ever think that the Lisbon Golden Knights would be down to their last three outs in this game? But now that's the case. It's nine to eight. The bases have been cleared. There is only one down. John Snell on deck. Jordan Snell in the hole. Lisbon giving this game away. They have out hit Parishville Hopkinson. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Foul down to first base side. They're out hitting them 7-4. to four. It has been since the fifth inning. A mirage of pass balls, a hit batter, some errors, and some walks. Here comes the next pitch. Swung on. Out into right center. That's going to be tough. Second baseman on the edge of the grass and has it. Wazin retired F4 in the books. Two outs now in the Panthers. John Snell. 
who has hung in there all day on the hill, amazingly enough, might have a chance if he's kept in to go out as the winning pitcher and get, well, no, the winning pitcher still, I guess. I was going to say, does he get the save? No, he doesn't get the save. We get the winning pitcher. And now that is inside, one ball and no strikes. Jordan Snell on deck. Nine to eight is your score. Here comes the pitch. Swung on and missed. One and one's the count. If there's any team that can come down from a run with three outs, it is the Lisbon Golden Knights. But their middle of the lineup going to have to do it for them. Rutherford now gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Curveball hit. Out into center field. Center field. They're going to be a tough run in. That's going to drop. Base hit. John Snell, the senior, with his first base hit today. And now Jordan, who's 0 for 2 today, walked 0 in the fifth and came around to score, steps into the right-handed batter's box. I'll tell you what, an insurance run here for the Panthers with two down would be absolutely huge. But first, just the runner on first base and Snell into the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch. And that popped up. Shallow center, base hit. All the way from first to score is the Panthers runner. And all the way to third now is Jordan Snell. In case you couldn't hear it, Jordan Snell, a blooper out into left center. Short Isaac trying to get there, couldn't, it drops. But great base running by John Snell, the senior. Two down, you got to be going hard. And he was already pretty much to third base by the time that ball dropped and Isaac fell and knew he could get in to score. Tremendous base running by the senior. And now it's 10 to 8. And Jordan, I don't know why the throw came home, but it did. He was already on second, and he made his way over to third, seeing that throw come home. Here comes the pitch, swung on, fouled by Ryan Griffith. The Knights were in trouble down a run. They're in more trouble now, down two. And they'll be in some, I think, real serious trouble if they're down three. And they're kind of already in serious trouble now. Rutherford gets ready. Here comes the pitch, and that's up in the strike zone. Remember when one of the Knights fans, when they scored their first runs, never supported the kids but looked across the way to the Panthers fans and was screaming at them? I said it could come back to haunt them. Well, little things, whether it's play on the diamond or the things that happen from the baseball gods, and now the Panthers 10 to 8. Here comes the pitch, and that swung on a miss. Strike three, that's the inning over. But three, four, four runs. Wait, three runs. Three runs. Let's see here. I got confused in the scorebook. It was eight to seven. Three runs. So ten to eight. They do strand one on third. 
in Jordan. A little screwed up in the book, but nonetheless, three runs off of how many hits? One, two, one, two, three hits. One error in that inning. They strand one on the bases. 11 to 8. Knights down to their last three outs. Lazaro, White, Kenny. An amazing, almost dead, coming back to life are the Panthers. Are you keeping score? Not really. Oh, okay. How much time I got, Phil? Hey there. Did you know that the Claxton Hepburn Medical Center offers a low-dose lung cancer CT screening test for only $99? If you smoke now, have for a long time, or quit within the last 15 years, it's something we should do. The scan only takes a few minutes and is not painful. Listen, I'm a smoker. A little nervous to get it done, but I'm doing it. Maybe we don't have any symptoms right now, but if we catch things early, we have a better chance. For more information or schedule a screening today at Claxton Hepburn Medical Center, call 315-713-6778. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back. I want to let you know I made a major mistake. It's 9-7. to seven. I got lost in the book. It's hard to broadcast and keep everything going on the book. I got lost for a second, and then that kind of made me waver on the score and do the math, but... We got the synapses back firing right. It's nine to seven. Parishville Hopkinton, who was down six to nothing at one point in the bottom of the fifth, scored six runs, gave up one run in the top of the sixth to be down again seven six, but scored three in the bottom of the sixth to now have a nine seven lead, and the Knights are down to their last three outs on the season here. Lazaro, White, and Kinney. All guys that can get the job done and have done. But they're in a really tough situation now. Snell looking to go the distance and some way, somehow, after being down 6 nothing, 7-6, looks to be the winning pitcher. One ball and no strikes is your count here. Here comes the next pitch. That's one on. Face hit. Out into center field. The Knights are done. I don't know what the Panthers, as I say, I haven't seen them out of the East this season. They don't play any teams in the West. Now a courtesy runner, uh, Owen Jerome, will come in for Lazaro to run. I don't know what the Panthers have in for their next pitcher, but he's got to be getting tired out there. And now Isaiah White, who, like I said, some way, somehow, always finds a way on. He's reached twice via an error in the second and third innings and then singles in the fifth. The Knights are now trailing by two, nine to seven. No outs on the Knights. And White will dig into the right-handed batter's box. He's had some timely hits in these playoffs. And he looks to get another one. Here comes the pitch. That's past the catcher. Pass ball. 
Not in a bad way, but the game really starting to turn ugly on both sides of the fence. A lot of errors, a lot of pass balls. And now just like that, runner in scoring position. That's not so much your focus if you're the Panthers. Your focus is the batter and getting this out right here. White, his focus is getting on, not getting that runner home. One ball, no strikes to count to White with Kinney and our Carlisle law firm on deck circle. Here comes the pitch. Swung on low, missed. One ball, one strike. Chasing a little bit was White. Again, Buster's player of the game still up for grabs. Oh, I said that, and I just thought of the dessert cooler and the homemade desserts made by Rose. Oh, yubba-dubba-doo, baby. Here comes the next pitch. Swung on, missed. All of a sudden, White down in the count. One ball and two strikes. You ask Snell to dig into his reserve tank back in the fourth and fifth. Then you're really asking him to even give us what couple drops you got left, kid, on the diamond. Here comes the pitch, and that is low. Two balls, two strikes is your count here. Nobody out. Runner on second for the Knights, who now all of a sudden trail in this top of the seven, nine-seven in this baseball Class D championship game. Low outside. Three balls and two strikes. It's not so much giving up the walk that hurts. You don't want to put the tying run on if you're the Panthers. If you're the Knights, you want to get on any which way but loose here. And now Snell gets ready. Here comes the pitch, and that hit twice. Now Jerome will have to go back to third because it's a dead ball because it hit the batter. Like I said, I don't know what White puts in his Cheerios, but he puts ways to get on base, whether it's walks, errors, timely base hits. He's done it during the season, the games I broadcasted, in the playoffs, and he continues. And I'm sure down under, baby, I'm telling you, they might be even popping open a couple of fosters there as the Knights are still in it here. Nine to seven with runners on first and second, nobody down. And now here's an important point. You've got seven, eight, and nine in the lineup. And then Matthew blew the top of the lineup. And then two, three, and four, where most of the damage has been done by the Golden Knights. I mean, I'm really not sure who wants to win this game right now. Obviously, they both want to win it. But who's going to make the plays to win it? Neither defense really can take any responsibility for winning this game today. And now a new pitcher in here for the Panthers. See who that is. I believe this is Avery Zanger, the senior, coming in to relief of Snell. Who worked six innings today, giving up seven runs, but these runners aboard could be charged to him. So he stands to be the winning pitcher. Snell could get the save here. We'll just have to see the way it works. Nonetheless, if you're the Lisbon Golden Knights, down two, going into your last at-bat, you got to feel much better than you were a couple of batters ago as you now have runners on first and second and still nobody down here. Zanger's dad 
Went to North Country Community College where I went. What year does I go? 94-96. We won the only North Country Community College Junior College Hockey National Championship, believe it or not. Spice is on the Hall of Fame there. Holy cow. And now here come the Knights. Matt Kinney. He's 0 for 2 today. Struck out in the second. Flew out to center in the third. And walked in the fifth. But all you need is one base hit to make a difference once in a while. And now here comes the right-handed throw. And that's outside. One ball and no strikes is your count. Checking my phone to see by chance if any lacrosse update. And now swing and missing. Is Kenny. Here comes the next fire, and that's strike two. Looking at that was Kenny. One ball, two strikes now here on Kinney. Lisbon trails nine to seven with runners on first and second and nobody down. Here comes a big fire and that's strike three. That's a huge, huge out. And the black flies are out. Man, one is like in my ear, kind of like in the head headphone, man. I got to get it out, man. A huge strikeout to get Matthew Kinney and the first out here in this game. And now up to bat is Smith, the freshman. Looks at one low. Runners will advance. That's questionable. Smith could have stayed there, got hit. Bases would have been loaded. Got out of the way, passed ball. Uh, I feel like they ought to bring in a temporary backstop for these high school Section 10 championship games because it's so far back and it makes such a huge difference in the game. But it's been fair to both sides of the fence. Runners on second and third with one down. Lisbon trailing by two, nine to seven. Smith now, one ball, no strikes. Here comes the next pitch right down the middle. Evens up the count, one and one. A hit here and you're a hero. In Lisbon Nation. <coughs> Zanger, getting ready. Here comes the fire. Swung on. That's a blooper. Back to the edge of the grass. Shortstop has it. Drops it. And a run will score off a third. Oh. Honestly, I'm getting frustrated because this is turning into a really ugly game. That should have been the second out. Parrisville, instead an error. Gabe Smith is on board. Run scores. It's 9-8, but runner was kept at second. Immediately tagging up and running when that ball was dropped. Heads up base running by uh, the, uh, who is it, Jordan, where are you, kid? I can't find you. Owen Jerome. And now runner on the way to third. We're in a... Pass ball. 
Nine to nine is your score. And somehow, someway, the Knights are still in this game. Here comes the pitch. That's low in the dirt. One ball and no strike. Somehow the Knights, they were down their last outs and they're back in it. And up to bat here will be Blue next here for the Knights. Here comes the next fire from Zanger. That's how it's right. Matt, Matt, when you go up to bat, will you do me a favor next time? I've dropped my pencil. I just don't want anybody to get hurt or something. Will you, will you throw it up to me next time you go up there? It's right behind, like, right where I'm sitting. You'll see it just over a couple feet. The Knights still alive here. We're in the top of the seventh. Okay. This game not over. Parrishville can get out of the inning. I got my pencil. I was frustrated because I just the, both teams giving the game away. It's out behind. And I just hope it's uh, it went through the netting. I threw it over to the right a little bit. And I asked one of the Lisbon players to pick it up for me. Here comes the pitch, and that's ball four. Runners on first and second, Black with the walk. So one down, 9-9 game. Right here, Matt. Thank you. Yeah, I got a little frustrated with the errors. I threw it and went out there, and I'm glad I didn't affect anything. Thank you, Matt. Well, you know, like I always call it like it is, I guess I'm letting you know I got a little frustrated. I threw my pencil. But that's just what's happening here. And let's see if we get updates. Uh, Melanie Cobb, what do we got? Uh, no, I'm looking for updates maybe on the uh, – it's hard to look through my phone to see if I got any updates on the boys lacrosse here. See, I've got three messages, but it's hard to navigate through the phone while I'm talking to you at the same time here to maybe report that. Let's see. We'll try to switch accounts, sign into my account, see what the messages are. No, all the messages are from my buddy, I think. So no updates on the Oh, Bob King says OFA wins 13-12, to and so does Brian Mitchell. So the OFA boys lacrosse team with an improbable... Upset win over Shenango Forks and boys lacrosse. And they're still playing. Wow. Incredible. Thank you, Bob King, and thank you, Brian Mitchell, for the updates on the OFA boys lacrosse team. A 13-12 to win over Shenango Forks. And now we got to see we're only one us. If Lisbon wins and they're playing at the same time, we got to know where we're going. Wow. Who wants to win this game? Lisbon all of a sudden back in it at 9-9 nine to nine here. Runners on first and second. Now another drop ball, this time in foul territory over toward the dugout. Matthew Blue up to bat here. Danger on the hill here, trying to get through this inning. Here comes the pitch, and that's called strike three. 
that a huge second out? Huge second out. But now you have the three for four man today, Rutherford, coming up to bat here. This scores book is absolutely insanity. Insane in the membrane right now. Here comes the pit. Swung on. Foul down the third base side, high in the air. If you are the Panthers, I mean, it's absolutely crazy to think that they could walk off winning here in the bottom of the seventh, that they get this next out with all the pass balls and all the errors that have been circulating throughout the afternoon. But with that, you got to have timely base hits. You got to score runs. You got to have your pitcher hang in it. And that's what the Panthers have done somehow. Here comes the pitch. Popped up. Foul behind home plate. And now two strikes. Now Rutherford touches home plate with the bat. Looking to get the hit to drive in the go-ahead run. Zanger will step off the hill here for the Golden Knights. It's a good thing we had a full battery because this was on pace to be done in about an hour and a half today. And all of a sudden, two-hour, nine-minute game here and more. Here comes the pitch. Foul behind home play. Continuing to stay alive is Rutherford. I really think if you're the Panthers, you really want this out. I'm not saying they lose if they don't get this out, but you don't want to give up a base hit if you're Parisville Hopkins because they will give Elizabeth probably a run. Then you got other good batters coming up. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Out into right field. Right fielder on the run. Briggs has it. Oh, wow. What a catch. Holy cow. You gotta give credit when credit's due, right there. I know I broadcast for the night, but with the runners on first and second, I'm telling you right now, there are kids in the same moment. God bless them; they make mistakes, but you're nervous. Your head's jumbling, your gloves jumbling, the sun's out. You're trying to find the ball. Holy shnikes! It's a tie game. Two outs, runners on first and second, and that kid comes through again. Trent Briggs. Uh, he just might be the Buster's player of the game, batting ninth in the lineup and playing right field. Wow. We go to the bottom of the seventh. Who knows what's going to happen next? The one thing we do know, or we think we know, because we did get lost in the book. In fact, we know Parisville Hopkins coming up to bat. But let's see who they send up here next on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. If you're in the market for a camper or boat, now's the time to buy at Blevins RV in Ogdensburg. Why? First off, serious deep discounts right now on campers and boats. Second, they have a tremendous selection, the best it's been in years. And what's nice about it, being early in the season, there's more time for you to enjoy what you've bought. A new camper or boat is more affordable than you think. Serious deep discounts across Blevins' entire inventory. All years, models, and styles. So visit Blevins RV Route 68, half mile outside Ogdensburg, on the web at BlevinsBros.com. Have you had a workplace injury? Are you unsure as to what to do next? Do not hesitate. Call the Carlisle Law Firm. We have over 60 years of experience ensuring that the rights of injured workers are protected. 
It costs you nothing to consult with the attorneys at the Carlisle Law Firm. Consultations are always free. Call the ones at 315-393-1111 or visit us online at carlislefirm.com. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. All righty, here we go. What's going to happen? I just don't know anymore. Have any intuition here? Couple Hopper, Lisbon, fielded by Lazaro, throw to first, not in time. Threw the runner off the bag. Another error here. Holy cow. And the Panthers in a tie game in the bottom of the seventh with nobody down have their leadoff runner Wenzel on E5 in the books. And now Nate Fippen. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. We'll come up to bat. My pencils have went everywhere in this contest today. This game has went everywhere. What a game. Up and down all around. And now a balk by Lisbon Rutherford. Runner on second base for Parisville with nobody down. Both teams, if they lose this game, are going to be shaking their heads knowing they could have won. Panthers are a runaway from winning. Pass ball. Runner on third base with nobody down. Here come the Panthers. I'm so lost in my book. I'm, I'm like 99.8% sure it's 99, but there's so much that's happened. I've had to record so much while trying to talk about the game at the same time. And it is 9-9 to as head coach Dave Gravelin is calling his outfield in in case of a pop ball or a hit to try to throw out the runner. And now high and inside of the batter, Nate Fippen. Oh, boy. Here comes the next pitch. Swung on. Out right field. Base hit. No caught. Error. Game's over. Parisville, walk-off win. Lisbon could have had a chance to catch it. It would have been tough, but maybe, just maybe, to throw the runner at home. I don't think they would have. I don't think they would have got the guy at home. And the Lisbon Golden Knights baseball season has come to a close. The Parisville Hopkins and Panthers back from the dead, and I mean under the ground, 28 feet dead, and then under the ground, still five more feet dead, and still come back to win. An incredible comeback and way to stick with it if you're them. Tough for the Lisbon Golden Knights. And with that, you and I will head into our Blevins Brothers post-game show here. On the North Country Sports Authority. Lisbon came into this one 12 and all winners of the West regular season and breezed it through the playoffs against Herman DeKalb and then Harrisville. The Parisville Hopkins and Panthers, they came cruising into this one 13 and 1 to win the East regular season. 
cruising the playoffs 13 to 1 over St. Regis Falls, 8 nothing over Hilton. And then they got to this game here. The number one seed Panthers versus the number two seed of Lisbon Golden Knights. And Lisbon had it early. They scored one run off a huge two strike, two out hit. Rutherford came in. Isaac LaRock drove him in, take a one nothing lead. Then the Knights, with the help of some walks and error and a pass ball, make it a 2 nothing game. Then that's where I thought the Panthers lost the game. Bottom of the third, it's 4 to nothing. Bases loaded with two outs. They don't manufacture a run. Lisbon comes back. They score, or excuse me, that was... Lisbon had scored two more runs before that to make it 4 nothing. A single by Rutherford, an RBI triple by Graveling. They took a 4 nothing lead. That's when Parisville Hopkins came up. Bases loaded with two outs they got and uh, not able to get a run. And you thought, geez, I don't know if they can recover that, but they still weren't out of the game. And then Lisbon scores two more runs in the top of the fifth. Rutherford was his third hit of the afternoon. Then an error got Isaac LaRock on, Rutherford in. Isaac scored himself eventually, and Lisbon took a 6 nothing lead in this game. And pretty much Parisville dead in the water, but still has a chance down 6 nothing. And the only reason they have a chance, it's not so much of their play, except that they minimize the damage. They held Lisbon to one run here, one run here, two runs here. Never gave them that three or four run, potentially five-inning run running that maybe Lisbon could have had. And then all of a sudden, here come the Panthers. Like I said, the nails are now by the coffin. And uh, here come the Panthers with six runs in the bottom of the fifth, only off of two hits. There was a shoot ton of walkers, a lot of hit batters. And as a result, that tied the game six to six. Then we go to what now? The top of the sixth, and it's a horrendous error in the infield by the Panthers. You hate to see it after coming back. And they gave up a run, and, and now it's seven to six. But the Panthers recover from that. They score, believe it or not, three runs in the bottom of the sixth to now take a 9-7 lead in this game. The one thing you know about the Golden Knights baseball team over the years is they still actually have a chance. They come up, and believe it or not, Lazaro gets a leadoff base hit, and then an error, things happen, some pass balls, and next thing you know, Lisbon scores two runs, and it's 9-9. to Panthers come up in the bottom of the seventh, Julian Wenzel gets on via the error. Pass balls going around. He's running the bases. He's on third base. He eventually comes in to score. And Parisville Hopkinson with the walk-off win. And you got to give credit to John Snell. I mean, I'm not even sure anymore. I mean, he was a winning pitcher at one point when it was 9-7. to seven. But then Lisbon tied at 9-9. Nine to nine. And that's when uh, Zanger came in. So I believe that Zanger gets credit for the win here this afternoon. Some way, somehow. And the Parisville Hopkins and Panthers, who were dead several times in this game, some way, somehow, Class D, boys baseball, Section 10 champs of 2023, Absolute congratulations to them. Try to pick a Buster's 
player of the game here this afternoon. I mean, a lot of them made mistakes. Uh, a lot of them, you know, made some timely big plays. And it's really tough. I mean, who kind of deserves it or another? Like, I honestly, you know, I give credit to John. I mean, even though in the end he ended up giving up nine runs today, he hung in there as the pitcher, uh, gave his chance team a chance to actually win it a couple different times, had a big base hit in the sixth inning. Uh, Zanger, I mean, two for four, single in the third, RBI single in the sixth. Uh, he came in for relief and actually got the win. Uh, but you know what? How about that right fielder today? How about the ninth batter in the lineup? Two for three today. A couple catches out in right field, but a huge catch. When the game was on the line, it was already 9-9. to If he doesn't catch a ball, it's going to probably be 10-9, to if not more. And Trent Briggs, a great rundown out in right field to his left. And for the second time, making a catch as he's fallen down. That is our Busters player of the game today. Congratulations, senior Trent Briggs from the Parisville Hopkinson Panthers. Lisbon going to be walking away from this one, no doubt, shaking their heads. Deservedly so. Parisville gave the game away in the early innings, but Lisbon no doubt gave the game away in the later stages. Isaac LaRock, Matthew Blue, Armando Lazaro, Matt Kinney, four big seniors for the Golden Knights that you and I say goodbye to. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank Phil back to the stations, pressing the buttons, making the magic happen. Well, during today's game, we were still with two teams left on the North Country Sports Authority bus, but now we're down to one with Lisbon losing. The Old Bay boys lacrosse team, a big state playoff win against Shenango Forks. If I speak honestly like I always do, they didn't win the Section 10 championship. There should have been no send-off today in fire truck. You win a Section 10 championship and you get into the state playoffs that way, get a send-off. But nonetheless, a hell of a win. They've had a great season, and they still continue with a 13-12 win over Shenango Forks. And I guess our wheels on a bus keep going because that's, I believe, who we're going to be covering next. But we got to figure all that stuff out first before I guarantee you that. But one last time, congratulations to the Knights on a great season. Congratulations on the Panthers for somehow never giving up when they had every right and reason to and still coming back and winning this game 10-9. And you heard it right here on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Hi, it's Richard from St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. Have you thought about signing up for e-statements? Electronic statements give you the convenience and flexibility to easily manage all your account statements electronically. You can view, print, or download and save your statements right to your computer as a PDF. E-statements are available sooner than paper statements. Reduces paper consumption. Email notification lets you know when your e-statement is available. You can sign up for e-statements right in your online banking. St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. Federally insured by the NCUA. Army mateys, stop swabbing the decks, I say, and drop the anchor. Uh,
What do you see there, Captain? I see the freshest veggies, fruits, and salad fixings I ever did see on this side of the St. Lawrence River. It looks like they call it busters. Include soup and rolls, 20 feet long. Nightly dinner specials, best salad bar in the North Country, homemade desserts, delicious drinks. Make it a Buster's night. Dine in, take out, or delivery. Buster's right next to the McDonald's in Ogdensburg. Thank you for listening to High School Sports on the North Country Sports Authority ESPN 1400 AM with Chris Spicer. Follow High School Sports all season long right here at ESPN 1400 AM.